that we are. Yes, we are. So, one would might say, what the hell happened to Christopher? Well, I'll, uh, I'll let him start off here. Well, I, I guess in a nutshell, I I was kidnapped by Mr. Creepy. And that's that's why I was, I've been out of touch and, and out of uh, out of range for a few weeks. <laughs> you know, all I know is he called me and he needed some pants because yeah. uh, I... He was kidnapped, and for some reason, Mr. Creepy made him wear a diaper at gunpoint. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, yeah, that wasn't cool. And, yeah, and then, you know, the, the pants that he confiscated from me, uh, I didn't want back. In fact, I, yeah. I hope they were burned at some point. As matter, of, <laughs> as matter of fact, when I went over there, he held me at gunpoint, and we were both in diapers at one point. Yeah, so. But luckily, I had my life alert. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I pulled that, and, uh... And the police came, laughed at us. Yeah, we had to explain a few things. But, yeah, uh, yeah, they thought it was just some sort of a quarrel or something. Yeah, but yeah. Um, we actually said, no, he really did this. And now Mr. Creepy's family is very mad at us because mm. they didn't think we should call the cops. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's, there's, there's probably not much more we can say because, you know, it's ongoing investigation. Yes, Charges are pending. So we're uh, just... Lawsuits are going to be filed, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, especially and... that one thing. That was uncalled oh, for. Oh, yeah, that yeah. restaurant? Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Yeah, we can't, we can't even, that's it. That's all we can go into that. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. It's going to be a long time before I can look at tapioca again, let me tell you. Yeah. So. yeah. Anyway, so I'm back. Uh, no worse for wear. And, uh, and uh, I'm, I, I want to say that both of us here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone would like to repair our relationship with Mr. Creepy. Yes. Um, he needs some help, but we still want to get him back on the air to do his segments because yeah. I think he's a valuable, valuable member of the team. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, word has it that uh, he has a uh, thing coming up about fake liberals. Uh, yeah, he's very agitated at him for mm-hmm. some reason. So yeah. we're just we're just gonna have to endure his next uh, episode. Yeah. So, yeah. But we gotta wait for him to get out first. Yeah. You know, they, they keep saying they're gonna let him out and they don't. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I asked him if he if he was also working on a segment about uh, fake conservatives, and uh, apparently fake conservatives and real conservatives are both such assholes. There's no big no real difference. No. So no. you know the, the thing said, with fake liberals is they give real liberals a bad name, and yes. they're just the posers and the idiots and the morons. They get in the way. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Mr. Creepy is always in the idea of being fair, so he will probably write one about that Fake too. Conservatives, yeah. yeah, and he'll yeah. just go ahead and release them consecutively. That way, they went on each side has yeah. some sort of a problem that they can just go. You know, yeah. we're hey, all about the balance. Yes, yeah. we are. We're, we're fair and balanced here, and yes, two douchebags in a microphone. <laughs> so, so Christopher, uh, got anything that's been on your mind that you want to speak about or anything? Yeah, you know, something interesting happened uh, the other day when I was watching TV. Um, I have I have Dish Network as my content provider, um, and 
I have discovered that Dish Network is able to broadcast two commercials simultaneously, one on top of the other. And the way I discovered this was I was watching a commercial break and a commercial came on and they said something that caught my ear and I thought, wait, was that right? What do they mean by that? So after the commercial was over, I backed it up to listen again and it wasn't there. And I thought, where the heck? I just watched that commercial, but it wasn't there. How and interesting. It, there was a different commercial in its place. So huh. if you're watching TV, you will occasionally see one commercial while your DVR records a different commercial. That is insane. Yeah. So I started, I, you know, at first I thought it was so, mistaken, but then I started, I started keeping track. Every now and then you'll see a commercial, uh -huh. and when it ends, you'll see just like a tenth of a second of a different commercial ending. Yeah. That's when you hit the back button on your remote to, to you know, rewind live TV, and you'll see there was a totally different commercial playing behind the one you saw, and the one you saw did not get recorded on your DVR. What the Wow. Isn't that weird? Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I just saw a flash of I think of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, we have, we have our number one tier. Let's say they're going to Procter & Gamble, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, our number one tier, uh, this is going to be our P1s, um, our, big, um, our big ads. This is going to be for our big shows and this. And we yeah. got a... We got a, our second tier, and this is going to be the ancillary shows and the reruns and the syndications. Yeah, yeah. And then we have this third tier. This third <laughs> tier is the DVR tier. Yeah. And it's considerably less, and you can guess about how many people see it, uh -huh. but they're not quite spot on, so they don't charge as much. That, yeah, that occurred to me too. Because, like you, I started thinking they're doing this on purpose, obviously. We're going to have to do this at one point too. Yeah. So we're, you know, we're kind of studying it. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. It sounds like. It's so great. when you yeah. reverse us on TuneIn or whatever, <laughs> uh, you'll get a different commercial. Each time you download it and listen to it, the different commercial will pop up. That's it. Well, and, and <laughs> even uh, even our competitors, um, two fuck nuts and a recorder. Yeah. They said, which you will see, they have they they sent us a spot that said that you need to grab. Anyone friend of yours, you need to grab their computer, download our show. Yeah. You need to go to your church, download our show on we everyone could there. Create our own virus that forces your devices to download our show. You know what? Forget everything. We're gonna go that route. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, it. You know, fuck you guys. We don't need you. We're just gonna go ahead and do this. So anyway, I started. It's I started like, thinking. Oh what? no! Is that the two douchebag var? <laughs> My phone is polluted now. Go ahead, I'm sorry. So, I was thinking, you know, several reasons why they would overlay a commercial like that. Um, the one that's recorded on your DVR is probably part of just the regular stream along with everything else that's being recorded. That would be DVR. like probably the tier one. Or, yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, this is always going to be there when they watch mm -hmm. it. Okay. And then uh, the, the commercial that's overlaid that you see... Um, maybe that's tailored specifically to your area or the time, well, the time of day is already known, but, uh, um, it could be as, as, as specific as a neighborhood, you know, they could have something that says, right, okay, customized. this group, yeah, because they know, they know your receiver number. 
they can pick your dish receiver out of every other one on the planet because it's got a unique number. So just like the internet can send information out to millions of computers simultaneously and there's no bleed over, they could send multiple streams to your receiver and have it say, you know, record this one, display the other one. And the one that just gets displayed maybe gets a different rate because they only get shown once and never seen again. Um, maybe the one, as you were saying, the ones that on the DVR pay less because you don't see them unless you play back the DVR and decide not to skip over the commercials. Um, but I'm, I'm really not sure exactly what they're going for. The, the, the commercial in front, I think, was like a car That's company. why it makes me think that it's just yeah. a selling point. Yeah. It's like, okay, so you don't want to spend this amount of money. Mm-hmm. Well, we have other packages. You can still get your um, still get your product out. Yeah. And, but you don't have to spend all this money. You can do this one. Yeah. And we estimate, you know, let's say that their number one advertisement is going to get 60 million people. I go, well, we got this one where you're going to get like six million people. Yeah. It's quite a bit cheaper, but I mean, if you want to go that route, we have all these DVRs and here's our numbers of what it's going to do in this area. Like, let's say, uh, what is the name of that? Uh, I forgot. uh, It's a uh, hot tub pool like Watson's. It used to be Watson's. Yeah, uh, Family Leisure. Yeah. Let's say Family Leisure wants to only advertise to Kansas City area, which is which is smart because that's mm-hmm. where they're at. And as far as I know, they don't do that much internet stuff. It's mainly everyone in Kansas City knows, oh, I need a cover, I'll, I'll go there. Yeah. So, you know, they have 30 of them, and you can go pick yeah. whichever one, and they'll have it for you right there. So they only want to advertise to Kansas City, so they go to Dish and go, hey, uh, you just telling us about this plan that you have for just Kansas City, and mm-hmm. you know, everybody, everybody reverses their stuff. Everybody DVRs their stuff. I mean, yeah. there's definitely a market there. True, I mean, and it could have a threshold. Yeah. Like, okay, if you get over twenty thousand different people, you have to pay this much. You get thirty thousand, you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just a thought. It'd be you know, interesting to know. They, they, they have the technology on you know, national broadcasts to have your local affiliate. You know, like, you know, ABC is sending out Monday Night Football back in the day. Yes. And then, you know, during halftime, uh, your local news busts in and gives you an update and you see some local commercials. Well, they're overriding the national broadcast and they have the right to do that on certain occasions. Yeah. But... That what's happening now is you're getting both. You're getting two at the same time. You're seeing one and the other's waiting for it. Yeah. So, you know, it's not like, you know, if you want to advertise locally, you know, you just interrupt one of the national spots or the national broadcast leaves space for local ads or something. But this is more like, this is like on the border of selling the same real estate twice. It is. No, when you explained that, that's the first thing I thought was, how brilliant. Yeah. It's like going to a house and going, I'm going to sell that to you, and then going and going, hey, I'm going to sell that to you, too. Mm -hmm. It's brilliant. Imagine being able to sell a house to somebody and then say, okay, while you're out of the house, 
somebody else is going to live there. You'll never see them. That's a better way of explaining yeah. it. Yeah, and you're selling the house to two different people. Hey, they're airbnb in it. Uh-huh. Yeah, as soon as uh, fucking uh, Jimmy goes down the road to get a gallon of milk and a fucking soda, his, his yeah. house is occupied by this yeah. other guy. You think you own it, but it's a timeshare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, imagine that, you know, they say, okay, we have this five-minute commercial break coming up. Imagine if we could sell ten minutes worth of commercials. Yeah. And they say, cool. You know, even if they have to take a greatly reduced rate on the ones that are in the background, it's still money they didn't have before. So why wouldn't they? Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. no. I mean, but, think whoever did that, I bet, got promoted. Oh, no, I'm sure. Whoever figured I'm that sure. out. But you know, I'm I'm interested to know what triggers it. You know, is it something I'm doing that triggers this overlaid commercial to pop algorithms. up? Algorithms. They say everything yeah. is algorithms. I imagine so. I bet you it's algorithms. It's like, hey, uh, you know, Christopher is. Uh, every time we uh, play Star Trek, he's watching it. You know, um, uh-huh. he's DVR in this and that. Yeah. Or every time a certain commercial comes on, I get on my phone and look at Amazon. Oh wait a minute. Okay, that aspect of it, yeah. Uh-huh. I was thinking they're like algorithm and you according to what you watch because then what would they send you? Drone commercials. Yeah. Hey, check out the new drone. Because uh-huh. they know you're at that age where you're retired. Yeah. You're doing okay financially. So you have that expendable income. Yeah. Yeah. If you've entered your birth date anywhere online, pretty much any other online place can find it and know how old you are. Uh huh. Yeah. And they can probably find out your ethnicity. They can probably find out what religion that you, you know, donated to the most, what political party you donated or registered I know as. they definitely know what political party yeah. I lean on and because then, they yeah. send me stuff all the time, and I've never once told anybody anything. Yeah. So. I, but as long as we're talking about commercials, another thing that uh, I started thinking about was uh, overtime games in football. The overtime period. Oh, that's bonus money. But you know what? There aren't any commercials during it. I started thinking back, and it's like during overtime, they really don't stop for commercials. You know what? You're right. And so that got me. This would make me think that the commercials before and after are worth more. Uh There's some sort of a clause in it. Yeah. So when you buy the commercial, when you you know the advertiser buys a commercial time. It's not only at a specific time of day and on a specific channel, but they want it to be after a certain event or before a certain event, too. And all those things are built into the price of the advertising spot. Mm-hmm. And if the network fails on any of those, then the advertiser gets some or all of their money back. So how can you set in advance, you can't really sell ads that will only run during overtime because you don't know if overtime is coming or not. House is sold at 4 p.m. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Yep. Hell yeah. We'll all have to go out one night. Yeah. Definitely. Do some uh, celebrating. Anyhow, go ahead. I'm sorry. So, you know, how, how can you, how can a network say, okay, if this game goes on overtime, you know, next week, then we'll, we can sell you these commercial spots. You know, it's, it's too much of a risk. Your spots might not air. And the company's tying up its advertising money in spots that might not air. So what makes more sense is the network is desperately trying to get back on schedule. 
and adding commercials would put them farther behind schedule. So they're they're more beholden to the advertisers who want their spots to air at the beginning of the next game or beginning of the next program. They've already blown it as to what time it's going to be. That's right. But the, the advertiser still says, I want mine to be the first commercial you see when you tune into 60 Minutes. Or I want mine to be the first commercial you see um, right at the midpoint of Roseanne or the Connors or whatever it's called. Yeah. They want to get back on that schedule. And that's more important that than selling ads during overtime. Yes. And I'll bet you there's clauses in it, too. It's mm. like, look, if the game goes into overtime... We're going to get more money for the before and afters. Yeah. Right? Yep. It would make sense because all of a sudden, someone's calling up somebody. Hey, uh, I know uh, I know that our game's over with, but man, you see this fucking Green Bay-Minnesota game? Mm-hmm. This shit is insane. Yeah. The lead changed five times in the last two minutes. Kirk yep. Cousins throwing his nuts off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, fucking John down the road's like, oh, fuck, man, turn it to four. Turn it uh-huh. to four, man, that game. And then, you know, it's, everyone else is like, oh, Chiefs are over. We beat the shit out of uh, the Raiders. No big deal. Yeah. Oh, hey, shit. Look at this. Yeah. 28-28. Nothing left. And, yeah. and that first commercial after the game is decided, a lot of people are going to see that. Yeah, because they're waiting for whoever to come out, whoever the hero is. Yeah. You know, um, so that's probably one of the commercials that's been bumped because things are off schedule. That's the consolation prize. It's it won't like, be Kirk Cousin. We know this. Yeah. Well, he, he won't be the one doing the victory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so that's it. That's, and it won't be Devontae Adams because he went to the Raiders, so I hate him now. Yeah. Hope he gets a ball infection. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting that I started, you know, this. And, and th- this also means that the sponsors and the networks and everybody has a vested interest into how overtime hand- is handled. I would say that they push for, they hope for overtime. Because you, you look at the numbers, you can look this up, Google, anyone can Google mm-hmm. it. The numbers on overtime games are insane because it goes from a casual watch to everybody. Yeah. So and the advertisers are probably the ones behind saying, hey, let's give both teams like multiple chances to possess the ball instead of just the first score and out. Um, I can't, let's see, I can't remember who was carrying the game. I actually think it was ABC mm-hmm. was carrying this one, the Bills and the Chiefs. Yeah. And the overtime game there, the thirteen, the famous 13 seconds. Oh, yes. Everybody was donating $13 to uh, Josh Allen's charity, children's charity from Kansas City because they felt so bad for him. Sweet. Um, I felt bad for him, but I was also very happy that we won. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and, and it all panned out if you look at it because the game we should have won, the next one against the Bengals, we lost. Yeah. So uh, the... the uh, Karma bit us. Karma, yeah, the uh, the art of averages, you know, the yeah, yeah, whatever. So um, that game right there, if you look at the numbers of the fourth quarter, the further they go along in the fourth in the fourth quarter, and the closer the game got, Mm -hmm. more people were like, just, I mean, they have this thing where, you know, they um, they can tell whenever people like change the channel. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's easy to do with the people meters and everything. Yeah, but no one changed the channel in the last, like, minute and a half and into overtime. Mm-hmm. Was that? Yeah, that was overtime. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the first, like, the third play into overtime. Yeah. 
No one changed the channel. I mean, virtually no. nobody. It was like at 100% people locked in. Yes. No one went and go, hey, uh, with that, that San Francisco, uh, well, there wasn't another, you know what, there wasn't another game on anyhow. But yeah. a lot of people stray, you know, they'll like go, oh, okay, it ain't going to be back on for a couple minutes. The closer you get to the fourth quarter on a game like that, yeah. you know, later in the game and then overtime, nobody turns a channel. So you got 100% viewing there, unless they're getting like fucking wings or something yeah. from the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. You're, I, I mean, yeah. I, the Super Bowl that we won a couple of years ago, I, I fell victim to that because as soon as I went to go get some fucking pizza, mm-hmm. we scored. So I had uh, to stay there the rest of the Super Bowl. Yep. There, it, it just so happens they had a huge TV in the kitchen, so it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. But I would have roughed it out and watched it on my phone. Yeah, yeah. Because every time I went back into the living quarters with everybody at where I was at, we do horrible. <laughs> so I watched the whole thing from the kitchen, and then two <laughs> days later I watched it from my living room on the couch, giggling. <laughs> giggling and probably, I don't know, fingering my nuts or something. Uh, you know? yeah. yeah, you know, where you... Good old standard yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, the good old standard stuff where you take your finger, you go clockwise and counterclockwise. Yes. Yeah, they're yes. really good nut. Yeah. Nut, now, these would be like cashews and pecans. And, yes, and, of course. Yeah, honey roasted I, peanuts. And, what else would anyone think? Yeah. Uh, look, our audience is wholesome. Yes, yeah. Uh, I mean, they may have nut allergies. But. Yeah, that is true. I mean, <laughs> anybody that listens to two douchebags in a microphone is probably wholesome. Yep, good upstanding they, citizens. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's pretty interesting. I, I'm going to delve more into that. I'm going to figure out specific questions to ask because you really kind of got my interest on this. You really yeah. piqued my curiosity yeah. because uh, that – that stuff like that really interests me on how humans react and all that because I know I did look up like the overtime stats and yeah. late in the fourth quarter close games and how and this also accounts to games that when there's other games on there could be another game on that's good but you're getting to the fourth quarter and they're tied no mm-hmm. one changes the channel they're just like stuck right there they're afraid they're yeah. going to miss something yeah so it's also interesting to know that the NFL can pace the games if they choose to. So, like, you have two games that are both coming down to the wire. Mm-hmm. They can slow one game down to let people watch one and then tune over and watch the other. Um, next time you're watching a football game, watch the sidelines, and you'll see someone with, like, these bright fluorescent orange gloves that go up to the elbows. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And that person will occasionally put his or her hands over his head. That is a signal to the referee to stop the game because the network wants a commercial break. I didn't know that. That's exactly what that is. So if you ever see that guy with his hands over his head on, you know, on a oh, sideline so shot, cut. you know that they're going to they're gonna stop the game at the next possible, you know, like an incomplete pass or something. I you wonder know, if that's station identification laws... Part of it's that, but it has also become, you know, hey, this game's, you know, been going along. You know, we haven't had a commercial in 20 minutes. we got to make our money. We need, we need to stop and have a commercial. But they can also use it to say, you know, we've got this game and another game coming down to the wire. Let's slow this game down with more frequent commercial breaks. Let it take longer so the other game finishes and then they'll switch over to To me, this that's thing. fucking criminal. That pisses me off so yeah. bad. I mean... I don't know if they are doing it, but they certainly have the capability of doing it. Well, I think they probably are. And if it, they have yeah. someone actually out there making the signals, 
I'm yeah. pretty sure it's implemented. Yeah, and considering and that they, they stand to do nothing but make money off of it, why wouldn't they do it? It's like one of those TikTok commercials where you wait for it and wait for it and you finally go, fuck you guys, and you change it. <laughs> yes. Now I'm afraid to watch anything. It's I like, know. no, it, there's not going to be any payoff. I'm going to be standing here yep. like a dumbass that I am. Yeah. Used to be called the Shaggy Dog Story. You know, where it was like in a long, elaborate story kind of joke. Uh-huh. Usually involved a guy looking for a shaggy dog. And then when you finally get to the punchline, it's usually some really weak or lame pun that is totally not worth it. And the joke is, I made you stand here and listen to my entire shaggy dog story. That's the joke. Oh, okay, there's another joke, too, like that. Yeah. And, and it's one that, like, uh, it's like some sort of a knock-knock joke. Mm. And then it's just like, yeah, don't you feel stupid for standing here listening yes. to nothing? Uh-huh. Or the one where they're going, hey, come here. Where would you be if I didn't call you back? <laughs> yes. Well, I'm, you know, for one, my foot's going to be up your ass. <laughs> yeah. I, that's how things are going to change. I don't know what else. So, so yeah, mean, those TikTok videos are long, shaggy dog stories yeah. to get you to watch their ads. So there's, you know, before, the regular shaggy dog is just to play a joke and steal some of your time. But now social media has turned it into an advertising revenue source. Well, this is interesting (laughs) because I have this written down from the other day. Mm -hmm. And this really did happen. And I was writing stuff out, obviously, because I had my pen and paper. And I was coming up with some show ideas and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So show prep, I think they call it in the in the industry. Yeah. So there you go. And we're such amazing professionals anyway. Yes. So. Or show prep. <laughs> I was doing show prep. Yeah. Now, remember that. You might use that. Use that in a sentence today. That Na- is, feel free to name drop us, too. So. Yeah, yeah. Two douchebags and a microphone. I was doing show prep. <laughs> like Hilaire. Yes. Um, you know who did that? And I was so fucking pissed, I wanted to fucking beat the TV up. Joe Buck. Oh, well, yeah, him too. Yeah. Fuck him. Uh-huh. Yeah, a guy at work, Orrin, he's going to come on here. He loves Joe Buck. And I informed uh-huh. him that he got a bare bottom ass paddling, Joe oh, Buck did. Yes. And he's in the Hall of Fame, and he's outraged. He loves <laughs> Joe Buck. So he's going to come on and try to defend that little bitch's uh, honor, but there's no... No, we're going to make him wear a dress, too. Oh, yes. Joe Buck, when we paddle him, is going to be wearing a dress, bare bottom, and he's in the Hall of Fame, in the dress. Yes, an undersized romper. <laughs> With bunny slippers. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yep. And I want him to sing, I'm a Little Teacup. Oh, I like that, yeah. I'm a little teacup, short and stout. Make him wear welding goggles so we don't have to watch <laughs> him cry. <laughs> And, and him knowing it's too manly for him, it's going to yeah. really fuck him up. He's not going to know what to do. He's going to have to call fucking uh, Baumgartner to come hold him. <laughs> Baumgartner. Come on, Maddie. Come over here. Hold me. Hold yes. me, Maddie Baumgartner. Hold me. Yeah, I, and when I was listening oh. to those Chiefs highlights from that from that year, it was it was Edwards Alaire's first year. And the very first game of the season... Um, someone told on air, it was his co-host, told Joe Buck, you know, it's pronounced Alaire, not Hilaire. Well, Joe Buck made a point to say Hilaire for the rest of the game. Yeah, and now and, he does it all the time. And then when I was watching, yeah, when I was watching the highlights week 11, we week 12 or something, that. Joe Buck was doing another game. He made a point to, to pronounce the H that shows every you, single time. That shows time. you what a cocky little bitch he is. It shows you what an amazingly 
unprofessional piece of crap he is. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what that is. is That is called short penis disease. Mm. Small thimble dick. That's what that's called. And it probably doesn't work at all. No, little meat button disease. Yeah. Yep. Looks like a little fucking peach-colored meat button. He has a nipple between his legs. <laughs> I think he has an any. He has to pull it out to pee. He, he, like, takes his little pad around his dick, and he pushes on it to get the little fucking thimble to pop out. I would venture to say that his dick wouldn't even make a half-assed decent clip. No, 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 no. Those no. clits have put him to shame. <laughs> clits will come up and laugh. <laughs> what do you call that? You call yourself a dick. <laughs> I've read I'll, laugh at you. I'll beat you with my female skin, you bitch. Oh, wow. <laughs> if you keep okay. talking like this, Mr. Creepy's going to spontaneously show up. Hello? Get out of here. No, 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 not now. We still have that order. Let us drop the order. We know. Fuck you guys. Oh, man, he's gone. Oh, 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 shit. There's cops over there. They're following him. So, okay, I was going to tell you about America's Got Talent and how they did that shit to me. Oh, yeah. And I was so incensed that I actually wrote it down because I was coming up with show prep. I promise not to do that again. That hurt my ears. I'm sorry. Show prep. Yes. Uh, America's, uh, here's what I wrote down. America's Got Talent is officially dead. Now, I didn't write this out fully. I didn't have, I I forgot about it. But it was funny that you said how TikTok and all that does Mm -hmm. this because it's exactly what they did and I was pissed off. Yeah. They had a giant talking apple contestant. It it was a giant talking apple, and it was towards the end of the show. Mm -hmm. And it was one of their, like, rerun shows that they do. You know, they'll, like, have the actual show, and, like, Sunday night they'll have a replay of it because that's how fucking lame they are. Yeah, there's a number of shows that do that. Yeah, I want to beat Howie Mandel to death with a fucking iron. And this is parody (laughs) before anyone flips out and fucking dials 911. No, not really. He's such a clean freak. We should beat him him with something really filthy. (laughs) <laughs> like an escalator handrail. Yeah. He would die over the handrail, being near him, touching his skin. Is there I want to make sure more... there's like 10 kids that touched it with like after yes. they dug their nose. Yes. <laughs> so. A shopping mall escalator handrail. Is there anything more filthy? <laughs> and you I see think, kids putting I their tongue the on that shit. I think the bottom of a urinal is probably cleaner than that. <laughs> yeah, you know, people are peeing it clean all the time. Yeah, well, at least piss is sterile. I yeah, mean, you know. for the most part. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. For, Unless yeah, you no. got a UTI. So. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> anyway, so I'm distracting you. So America's Got Talent oh, has yeah, this okay. giant <laughs> apple on. Perfect. Fucking, we're back in podcast rare form. <laughs> yeah. Whatever we're going to say, throw it out the window. It's gone. <laughs> okay. It was a setup with some dumb shit comedian in the apple suit. So one of those, not even top notch, one of those little ancillary guys that you yeah, see here. Yeah, B list kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, B list guy. He probably said he'd do it for free for the exposure. Yeah. So, anyhow, um, so he uh, he actually jumped out of the apple in a worm suit. Okay. So he was a worm that jumped out of the apple. Uh-huh. Okay. And then. He, he started saying these stupid fucking apple and worm jokes. Oh, and everybody god. was just all of, oh, oh, oh my god, oh god, this guy's so funny. Oh, I've seen that, the, the, the over-enthusiastic laugh. And, oh, yeah. And, oh, that well, must be exhausting. And this exhausting. goes to the Howie Mandel and how come I want to beat him to death with uh, the, uh, that's parody. <laughs> the escalator rail. <laughs> yes. It's because of his overacting. 
and, and even Simon, they're both like, <laughs> and he was dancing and singing in a worm suit until the host, um, I forgot the host's name, the black guy. Um, I've never watched it, so uh, I have no okay. clue. Well, anyhow, this guy, you can tell he would not think that's funny. Yeah. And he had to chase him off stage because his comedian would not leave in the worm suit. <laughs> He's like, oh, you get out of here. You're ruining the show. I'm like, no, no, no. There's no ruining this show. It's already ruined. <laughs> yeah. You guys not only jumped the shark, but you fucking ate it for fucking dinner. Yeah. You guys, I, America's Got Talent needs to go away and apologize to America. You guys are a bunch of fucking idiots, and I hate you. It's like saying you spilled dirty water on my pile of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who cares? It, you should have seen the phony outrage. They look like a fake liberal. Oh, yeah. You know, once with their hands in the air. Mm. Why did this happen? Why? Yeah. And then they go home and go to their mega church. And... Uh, yeah, and give money. Yeah, and you dip, dip, dip. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and then you inform them that their apple product was made by slaves, basically, <laughs> eight year old slaves. Oh, that's not true. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, they just pretend yeah, that it didn't true. happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, Apple does a lot of good things. We'll name one. <laughs> what, that's so that's, that's a, a barter system? They do enough good things, you're going to let them do the shitty things and be okay yeah. with it? How about if I come over there and fucking cut your nuts off <laughs> and then go help an old lady cross the street? Well, then you've totally made up for it and you're rehabilitated. Okay, thanks a lot, <laughs> fake liberal. <laughs> So we got the fake apple dancing around, and everyone's pretending it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, and, and that's basically God. it. Like I said, I was so incensed, I just wrote it down, yeah. and it pissed me off so bad. And I wasn't even really watching it. But when I, you know, when I looked up when I was writing, and mm-hmm. there's no excuse for it to be on TV, but I don't think anyone was manning the TV. It was just background noise. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I was writing stuff out for this and not watching it. And then when I looked up, I'm like, what the hell? You know, it, 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 oh, and then you got the uh, Sophia Vargas or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and that, that other fucking washed up fucking model. Uh, <laughs> That's most of them. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> well, whoever the fuck the blonde is. Well, but yeah, anyhow, their fake laughter was the worst because they don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. At least Cowell can act and, uh, and Howie can act. Yeah. to a degree to where it wasn't quite as obvious but those two are like oh, 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 oh my god oh they're so zany oh god mm-hmm. this, this is just uh, you know I, I think it kind of comes down to your personal level of cringe because oh, I, I can was see, cringing so bad I was uh, yeah. like fucking curled up in a ball on yeah, the couch I know yeah there's there's things that I see on TV and they're you know they're like eh no big deal or that makes me laugh or just kind of like, ew, that's kind of distasteful. But there are things that make me curl up and cringe and think, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed to even have seen that. How horrible. And, it, you know, it's a personal level, but I guess we are, you know, on the minority of what's cringeworthy <laughs> on TV. Yeah. But, uh, God, I can't imagine being the person on that show having to do that, that stuff. And then go cash your check and realize what a whore you are. It's just, there's no value to your life. You're a whore on TV for somebody else's show. And that's what makes you money. I I want to spend my life doing something other than that. But for I guess for them, that's, that's sufficient. 
<laughs> and you know, like I used to watch The Voice, but all of the the banter and the joking back and forth and all that stuff—it was so obviously rehearsed mm-hmm. and written and scripted. They had sections of the audience coached to do certain things at certain times, and at that point, the the blatant manipulation was more offensive than the music was appealing. So at that point, it's like, not worth it to me. I don't want to watch anymore. Cause, you know, the music was enjoyable, but all the other crap that goes on is so repellent that, eh, I'm out. Um, oh, my God. Ted Nugent is now one of those give-me-the-money whores. I mean, he always has been, I guess, but he's very blatant now. I tuned into a Ted Nugent hunting program the other day. I actually kind of enjoy him, and here's why. I understand what you're saying, and yeah. I agree with you about the money whore and all that, but because he pisses people off so bad, and he knows it, and he mm-hmm. loves it. It, it. it just gets me right there. I just yep. love it when people do that. And, and you know, that's the character he plays. Exactly. I mean, he's like Rush Limbaugh or... or he embraced it. Joel, or Howard Stern or anybody. Anybody They're, that someone, one side hates the hell yeah. out of and the other side loves. Andrew Dice Clay. That was a yeah. role he played, a character. I mean, Ted Nugent had a character he played on stage when he was making music. Yeah. And then he tried to tone that down when he was in that uh, Damn Yankees. And, and he, did, he, did, he did tone it down mm-hmm. enough for him to be very successful. Yeah. But, but you know, he was... He was but nobody was talking about it. And then oh, he yeah, gets yeah, on no, the radio right, right, yeah. and starts doing his conservative and outspoken radio show and playing that character, and his career skyrockets. He gets reality show, he gets hunting shows, all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, you can hate Ted Nugent if you want, but you, no one really knows him because you're reacting to the public character he's performing in order to make money. That's the Ted Nugent we all know. Yeah. We don't know who the real one is. But anyway, I tuned into his show the other day, and I was expecting to see Ted hunting or whatever. What I get was a 10-minute infomercial put on by his wife, Shemaine, and her cleansing products and her you know, body. Well, first off, how old is his wife? About. 40s, maybe 50s. Uh, lots of plastic surgery, lots of makeup. That's exactly what I hair. imagined. Yeah. Because wasn't he in trouble for like dating an underage girl or something? Yeah, he was. He was uh, dating a 17-year-old, and he got her parents to sign her over to him as yeah, his. Yeah, that was le- it. Yeah. He was, became her legal guardian. Therefore, okay. he it was legal for him to be in the room with her. Anybody that says they're conservative (laughs) and believes this guy's bullshit, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. I I, I mean... I mean, so that's the tell right there. Do you really believe in God and you're right-wing? You would hate this guy for that. And and that's the tell, is they still pretend to be Christian conservative. That's exactly what I'm going to, the fake conservative. And I'm pretty sure Mr. Creepy, hang on, hang on a second, he's still over there lurking. Yeah. He's wearing a diaper now. I wonder what that's about. Mr. Creepy, hey, come over here for just one question. Fuck you guys. No, come on. (laughs) Hang on, hang on. Hang on, here. I'm going to give him ten bucks. All right, yeah. Hey, ten bucks. Okay, what do you want? Hey, uh, will you do a, a... a segment on uh, fake uh, conservatives. 
Oh, fuck yeah, those guys suck. <laughs> okay, get the fuck out of here. Here's your ten. Nah, you ain't getting ten bucks. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, you piece of shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking bludgeon you to death with a pencil, you cocksucker. Nope, he's gone. He's peeing on your tire. Do you see oh, that? that son of a bitch. <laughs> he's peeing right on your tire. He's gonna bludgeon me to death with a pencil? That's pretty fucking angry. That, that'd huh. have to be a big-ass pencil. God, I know. <laughs> One of those kindergarten pencils hey, look, that you had to rest on your shoulder. He's and... flipping us off. Is that his finger or is that something else? Oh, shit. Oh, uh, you know what? Hey, I'm going to flag down the cop. Well, wait a second. If we can see it from here, it's his finger. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fucktards. <laughs> Boy, I pissed him off. <laughs> Anyways. So, well, anyway, yeah, the, the uh, when, when Ted Nugent was forgiven for by the conservative Christians for basically statutory rape. And then Donald Trump was forgiven for him and his little pussy grabber hands and, and um, his, his wife being a porn star and all that stuff. That's, that's the proof right there that the, the Republican, Christian, right, conservative, whatever, is... That's the disguise. That's the camo they're wearing. As a matter of fact, let me delve into this whole pussy grabbing thing just a little bit deeper in a different angle. Sure. What was the name of the guy that had that tape that he recorded with? He was a news oh, guy. Oh my gosh! And he I got he got fucking ousted. Yeah. Okay. Now, that was recorded when he was a Democrat, mm. and it was okay. Hmm. He was just another Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah, just another Bill Clinton. Go ahead, grab away, man. You believe like we do. That's a sexual predator. Oh, God, that guy. Yeah. God. Fuck. You read all of the stuff besides Epstein's fucking plane. I mean, Mm -hmm. not even Epstein involved. That was probably the big reason they fought so hard to try to get Gore the 2000 election, because they knew they needed him in there to pardon Clinton. Yeah. So they just went about it a different way when they couldn't get Gore in. Yeah, and I read an article the other day, I don't know if it's true or not, but they said that actually Gore did win Florida, that they uh, put into some stuff. I'll have to, you know what, let me leave that right there, because I'm going to do a little investigation. Definitely come back to that. Yeah, yeah. I'll come back to that. And I was just kind of amazed, I'm like, wow, and that uh, they told Gore not to, because um, I forgot there's some sort of other thing going on. And they just wanted it to. Uh, they wanted it to go. I'll have to read that because yeah. I just barely read a little bit of it. And I was like, "Wow!" So and they were they were losing. The reason they didn't fight it in court wasn't the reason you thought. They were they were they were losing the battle so they could continue the campaign. Yes. Yeah. It was like that. Yeah. So anyhow, I will read up on that before I misquote something or right. whatever. Sure. So, um, but <clears throat> okay. And then all of a sudden it comes out when he's running for president a Republican and they didn't care what it did to their fucking journalist buddy or nothing yep. they didn't They didn't care at all mm-hmm. the, their objective was filled but it was okay when this guy was a Democrat yeah. know, he could grab all the pussies he wanted no big deal grab away Trump <clears throat> you're the man yep. yeah he was an asset at that point to the Democrats it's like there's someone we could run he's rich so he can help subsidize he could possibly win so let's start sanitizing his past covering up his shit and then as soon as he turned they're like let's dump it all out there so we can't use him anymore let's smear him 
Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's obviously Trump did things. Obviously Trump is just a horrible well, human being. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know, you may I like mean, his politics or his policies, but as a human being, he's a horrible, horrible human being. Yeah. And that's that one I don't think is really up for much debate because that's, that's a personal opinion, but anyway. Um, yeah. But well, yeah, once he was no longer an asset for the to the Democrats, all of a sudden they just threw him straight under the bus, and it's yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, he grabbed pussies, he's horrible. Yeah. When before it was permitted, and they didn't care. So another another indication that neither of the two parties care about running the country well; they just care about being the one in power, beating the other. They don't give a crap whether they're going to do a good job or not. They just want to be the one in power. That's right. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And there, someone posted a meme on I saw the other day about the Republicans and the Democrats are like the stage actors fighting over in the corner to distract you from what's really going on. But the, they pretend the to hate is, each other, but there's so much they're truth. in it together. I, I remember it used to just blow my mind when I'd see like um, trying to think, I'm trying to place the timeline right, so forgive me. But let's say. Um, Newt Gingrich mm-hmm. with Al Gore golfing and laughing. Yeah. Or, or uh, let's see, uh, what was it? George Bush and Bill Clinton together. Yeah. Golfing and laughing and smack assing and everything. Mm-hmm. These people that were opposed to each other so bad that they said some of the most vile things about the other person. Accusations, point, finger pointing. Mm-hmm. They're horrible. They're going to take away all your rights. Trying this, to crush that, the yeah. other's yeah. career and livelihood. Yes, and ruin them. Yeah. Then I see them on a golf course and I'm like, what uh-huh. the fuck is this? This is the WWE is what this is. Uh-huh. This is two people playing their fucking role for money. Yep. yep. And, and that and pissed me off. Other people I heard go, oh, oh, this is so good. Look at him uniting. It's like, no. There's no uniting about it. They were already part of the same fucking club. Mm-hmm. So, and, and then something I found interesting <laughs> is um, we have this, uh, one of the Bushes from uh, from um, uh, the Bush beer, you know, Anne oh, yeah. Bush. She's running for uh, a representative or a senator or something. Mm-hmm. And then the guy that's uh, going against her is uh, running uh, ads against her about how the Bushes are in this thing called the Vale Prophet Society. Oh. Yeah, and I remember something about that. He said is real racist. This is another thing I'm going to look up and find out if it's true or not. Uh-huh. But I, I always wanted to, I think the guy running against her, this is uh, something Valentine, Bush Valentine, Trudy. Mm-hmm. Okay, she's running for like senator or representative. I, I think then, I've seen the ad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the, uh, um, the one going against going against her is uh, Lucas Coons. Okay. Okay. And I just want to write him and say, here's what you do. If this bitch gets in office, you'll never get Yinling in Missouri ever. Mmm. That's enough reason for me. <laughs> and the people that are in the know know what I'm talking about. Yinling beer, the best fucking beer around. Mm-hmm. Don't sell it in Missouri. Why? Because of those fucks. Yep. They keep protesting. I, I was up in Delaware doing a job, this my old job, but you know, everyone knows that I just go out of town. So uh, anyhow, the big guy from Yinling mm-hmm. came in there. Yeah. And uh, he was like doing some big sort of deal there with uh, the college that was there. Yinling was going to be the beer of the college, and I forgot the name of the, this is Newark, Delaware. So whatever college is there, that's what it is. 
So there's he, lots of them up there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? So that college right there, who I forgot the name of, we're doing work there. And he comes in this bar that we're at, having a beer, me and Brian, the guy I was working with. And the guy goes, oh, wow, hey, God, he came here. Yeah, I'm like, what? You know, I'm drinking the yinling, you know. And he goes, uh, yeah, that's the big guy. That's like the um, district manager for yinling incorporated or whatever. Yeah, yinling nice. and Sons, DG Yinling and Sons, I think it's the official name of it. It's like Anheuser-Busch Company. Yeah. So he sits down right next to me, I'm drinking a yinling. I don't know if he saw the yinling. He was like, oh, I'll go next to a drinker or whatever. Yeah. And I asked him, I go, okay. So I said, yinling announces it's going to add a state and yinling is already in kentucky and it's in tennessee mm-hmm. uh, and you know you have uh, illinois right there that doesn't have it you have missouri right there that doesn't have it and they go to arkansas mm-hmm. i go why did you guys go to arkansas and then now they went to texas which was a big move because yeah. uh uh, and Azra Bush has some pretty big roots there, and you have Lone Star there, and a yeah. couple other beers that have a lot of clout. So I go, why the hell did you go to Arkansas? He goes, well, he goes, uh, shelf space, and Anheuser Bush is what he told me. Mm-hmm. Now, if this is true, I don't know. You know, maybe he's wanting to smear mud on him. Maybe he's full of shit. <laughs> maybe he was true. Yeah. But he said that Anheuser Bush doesn't like them being in Missouri. It's too close to their territory. What they preserve it. Yeah. You know, and and Illinois the same. There. It's kind of yep. like this Just is our St. Louis area. is right there on the border yeah. between yeah. the two. Yeah, this is our area. Stay the fuck out. We're going to screw you on shelf space. So he said they had no choice, but they're going to surround them. That's what he said. Yeah. So yep. I'll look for him being Kansas before Missouri. Yep. So. Yeah, I, I can see Anheuser Busch telling the stores if you don't give us, you know. 75% of the shelf space and crowd them out, then we're just going to quit supplying your store. Yeah, and what's the big dogs here? And Anheuser Bush. Yep. So, and like I said, it sounds very believable to me, and I heard it from a guy way up. I mean, so, you know, yeah. like I said, I mean, if it's bullshit, I apologize. But I kind of tend sense. to believe the guy. Yeah, it makes sense to me, too. It makes sense why they would divert from Illinois and Missouri, a much bigger, yeah. much more populated state than Arkansas. So as it as it happens right now, every time I go to Eureka Springs, I return with three or four cases of Yinling. Mm-hmm. Because to me, Yinling, it, it, it advertises itself as America's first craft beer, and it's true. It is America's first craft beer. That stuff is the best. Yeah. yeah. Wish I could drink beer. <laughs> if you could drink beer, you'd be with me. Going, yeah. yeah, Yinling rules, Anheuser Bush drools. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, anyhow. Um, so, you got... Like, like stated before, if you believe anything we say, or think of this podcast anything other than hyperbole, parody, and just plain stupidness, you're dumber than us. And that's hard to beat. You got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. I was thinking it just a second ago when we were yakking. Um, Sorry, I do that a lot. I was thinking about when you said shelf space, too. Boy. Oh, I remember now. Uh, I came across a term, uh, rent-seeking behavior. Have you heard this term? I don't believe so. Mm. Um, and if I did, I'll correct you somewhere along the way, but I don't recall here, ever hearing that. Well, what, uh, what is or correct myself, to? not yeah. you. Well, you can correct me, too, because I'm wrong okay. all the time. Damn it, you should have known what I was thinking. Damn you. 
so, so when they say rent seeking, uh, rent refers not to like paying rent on your house or your car. It's money to be gained through shady business practices, uh -huh. through uh, um, um, misconception and misinformation, and and uh, it's it's sneaky ways to get money. Um, an example would be. I get what they're getting at. Yeah. Go ahead. An example would be um, Toyota is selling cars with remote start feature built in from the factory, but disabled. The only way to enable it is to pay for their premium uh, entertainment package, which enables Sirius XM radio and Wi-Fi link and internet link with your car. You have to activate all that shit, and remote start is thrown in with it. Kind of like Tesla mm -hmm. sells tears to their car. Yeah. Yeah, I got. Uh, yeah, I got what you mean. And Mercedes-Benz is also doing this yeah, with their heated over, seats. Yes. If you order the if your car has the heated seats installed at the factory, then they just work like they usually do. If you have a car that you're buying off the lot and you ask the dealer to add the heated seats, they come with a monthly charge that never ends in order to use them. That is fucked. You have to buy the seat and then you have to pay to turn them on. That's rent-seeking. That's what they mean when they say rent-seeking. Because they want you in a perpetual state of not owning what that it is. That was a little bit different than what I thought yours. I, I thought gonna... so too. I thought they were talking about people not wanting to buy houses. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, what I... they're talking about is somebody who's making you rent what it, you think you own, and you're always paying. Well, on like it. cable. Yeah. Or or, uh, or your phone. Satellite. Or, your phone. Yeah, you can buy the greatest phone ever, but unless you sign up to pay a never-ending monthly fee, it, all it is is a doorstop. You can't that's, use your phone for anything. That's why there's so much subscription services. Mm -hmm. When they, when it's like, well, why don't they just sell me this? Well, then they they're done make, with you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's the same thing. I mean, it's this exact same Healthcare. business model as yeah. Don't cure the disease. Treat it. Yeah. For a lifetime, and, and sell pills or medication for a lifetime. Yeah, and without, that's rent-seeking behavior. Don't cure diabetes because we're making too much money on insulin. And it all, almost makes me think: Look, COVID is real. I've known many. I've known a lot of people. Probably fourteen people that have died from it. Yeah. So it's real. It is. And it's horrible. And you don't want it. Mm -hmm. But I also wonder if there's some of that going on right now too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's very. Did, did these companies really know that it wasn't going to actually prevent you from getting it? It was just going to prevent you from getting ill enough to go to the hospital. Well, I'm sure there were tip-offs all along the way of you know, hey, there's this new disease coming out of China. Get ready. You know, hey, there's well, mask mandates coming, so start manufacturing masks to make money off of that. They've been admittedly working on a COVID vaccine for fucking ten years. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, another thing that got me was, in all of this, you can look it up. You can look it up online. I mean, it, well, I mean, I guess it depends on whether you believe online or not. But yeah. from what I can tell, this is true. Uh, Fauci and those fucks were mm. researching it, uh, the gain of function. And that's where you take a disease in animals and introduce it to humans. 
So when they did this, when Obama took office, he very wisely, and I'm not a huge fan of what, a lot of what he did. I think yeah. the guy was was a fair president at best. Yeah. So um, he uh, outlawed it very wisely, in my in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So they took it to China. Fauci and all them took it to China and started doing it there. And that's where you got it coming from Wuhan, and that's where you get China going, it's your fucking virus. Yep. So both parties, guilty. It was manufactured yeah. over there. Whether it got out on purpose or not, who knows? Mm-hmm. But manufactured over there, yes. Um, virus came from here. Originally, yeah. Yes. So both of them, what they're saying is true. They're going, it was manufactured over there, and they're going, well, it's yours. <laughs> yeah. And that, that's the blinders that people willingly put on. They think if it's banned or illegal here, that it will never affect them. Yeah, the exactly. Whole, meanwhile, the whole rest of the world says, fuck yeah, we'll make money off of it, yeah, and will. then it spreads. Especially China, where they could use a good little mm-hmm. cleansing. They have too many people. They're like, sure, let it, let it fucking kill them. Yeah. Let it kill the weak. It's They're like, not doing anything for us anyhow. That's the way they think. It, yeah. Yeah, it, it can be applied to anything. You know? Heroin's not legal here. It's like brain cells. It is legal to- other places. So it's manufactured, and it still spreads here. If you outlaw the manufacturer sale and ownership of guns here, they'll yeah. make them somewhere else, and they'll still spread here. So, you know, local, local solutions don't always help you with national or global problems. Um, so, you know, we can ban research into genetically engineered this or altered that, but we only have control over what happens within our borders. Yeah. And if Europe or China or Asia, somewhere in Asia wants to develop this stuff, it's going to eventually spread. At the very least, we're going to have to compete against it. So, I don't know. At a certain point, it's, it's you know, join in because everything's going that way or be a holdout and you might wind up being isolated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's... But that's blind, as I was trying to say before, it's blinders people willingly put on. It's like, well, we've outlawed that here. It's still happening. It really is. And it still can come around and bite you in the ass. So it pays to pay attention to what's happening around the globe. So, anyway. I've been telling myself I need to quit getting outraged or angered by things. I try to do more observation and... Uh, and uh, you know, exploring possibilities, but getting angry and upset about these things, uh, number one, it, it didn't help. And number two, it's it distracts me from possibly actually doing anything about it. Yeah. No, 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 no that's true. And, like, how, how are we going to do anything about it anyhow? Yeah. You know, some things we can't. Other things we have very, very indirect control, like yeah. go out and vote for the right people. Well, you only have a certain amount of people you can vote for, and the truth of it is, even though yeah. I still do vote third party, is you are throwing away your vote pretty much. But I look at it like this: at least I'm not adding to the problem. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, I have there's something to be said to for that. Yeah. You know, because if everybody thought like that, uh-huh. things would be completely different. Yeah. Yeah. You start thinking of it as collaborating. That's a bad word, isn't it? You know, when the invading force comes in, you have the collaborators that make money off it. I'm going to quit collaborating with a lot of this shit that's going on. <laughs> well, here's, I, I got I got one for you. And uh, this is true. Anyone can look it up if they want. But in the little town that I lived in, Cleveland, for a long time, 
I actually got to be a city councilman there by, cool. by a write-in. I oh, had, nice. I was a younger guy with a good head on my shoulders, and they wanted that in there to battle the old fogies yeah. that kept doing the same dumb shit over and over. Yeah. And I had like um, eight people come up to me, if I write you in, will you... Uh, will you um, Serve. Yeah, and nice. I thought it would never happen. I was like thinking I could say yeah because uh, what the hell was that? I don't know. Oh well. Oh, sorry, that was my bracelet hitting the table. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> the hell's the sound? Sh- There's a gunshot. <laughs> oh shit! This is Kansas City, so that would not be very yeah. far out of the norm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think there's like 10 people actually came up to me individually and said, hey, if we write you in, will you vote? Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how many people was voting in a selection, and I thought it was, you know, there's no way. Yeah. So I said, yeah, you know, all of them had the same answer, which I, you know, I really did appreciate. You're a young guy with a good head on your shoulders, and yeah. we want you to outlast these old fogies that just won't do anything differently. Yeah. All right. Okay, no big deal. So what happens is, is I got written in. <laughs> I won. Nice. Only one person voted for the incumbent. Wow. Everyone else wrote me in. They probably would have voted for him if you hadn't been up on yeah, available so to write in. Yeah, it's word of mouth. I wish more people would do this. I wish yeah. they'd do this voting regularly. Like fucking Ed down the road. You don't have any money, man, but God, that guy's smart. We want him representing us on a local level. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And then, it, it, you know, grassroots, true yeah. grassroots. So I had like 30 write-ins, and that guy had one, the incumbent. He was a douchebag anyhow. Yeah. A complete asshole. Not the good kind of douchebag. No, the bad douchebags. And he deserved to get ousted. He was Mm self-serving. And anyhow, I eventually gave up on it. I did my term and refused to run again because these fucks just don't... You know, they don't listen. You know, they're, uh, I did get some stuff done, like the tornado siren I insisted on and kept pecking at them until they released the funds. But then there's some other stuff that I don't care to talk about yeah. that needed to happen that's going to affect some people in their lives, or already does, that they refuse to do anything about. Yeah. So, and, and, and that type of thing right there, the way it is, one day you'll probably read about it in the papers, but... That You're, stuff right there uh, should have been done about, and the fact that they don't, I don't want to be liable, so I left. And you're, you reach a point where you want to do this right thing. Others are preventing you from doing it, but you don't have the legal position to pursue it or press it. Exactly. Because all you can do is make acu- unfounded accusations. And, and I'll go a step further. I don't want to know the legalities. I don't yeah. want to know. Yeah. You know what? I mean, as far as I know, there's nothing that can be done about it, and that's it. And there is a danger that, you know, you start learning more, and at a certain point... You find you yourself think, in one of those bad movies on uh, yeah. AMC or something. <laughs> and you think, well, you know, if this you gets get too shady, I'm going to... get a horse through your fucking front window. Really? <laughs> you think if this gets too shady, I'm going to bail and get out, but you can quickly get into the position where you can't get out without doing a lot of damage to yourself or someone you like. And it's not worth, you know. Well, I'll look a little farther. I'll get in a little more. I'll get in. A, pretty soon, they're gonna they're gonna nail your hide to the wall and make you one of them. Let, let, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's spice this up a little bit. Yeah, I had to step down when I had a horse head thrown through my window, and with a note attached to it said, "Let things be, son. Don't be the hero." Yep. And then I went outside and I found uh, that they uh, burned down my shed with my dog in it. Uh, yeah, and they had my mom held at, at gunpoint. No, uh, knife point. Knife point. That sounds yeah. better. Yeah. 
So anyhow. You had the daring chainsaw rescue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just for anybody over, who might be too, you know. The overacting. I'll save you, Mom. for anybody who might be just, you know, too stoned to realize when we're kidding. No one's going to stop me. Oh, gosh. I vow to Odin's ass hair. Hey, there is that new Thor movie out. Was it Thor Dumb and Dumber? Is that what it's called? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that thing looks awesome. Oh, yep. my God. They've, I've even seen actual movie critics say, okay, it's it's really bad, it's really stupid, but it is just supposed to be mindless summer fluff. Take That's it for what, what it I want to watch. Yeah. I don't want to watch yeah. any show trying to teach me something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's fine. Be honest, you know, and say, here's, you know, this is a throwaway movie. No big deal. And, but too many movies, they build up the hype. So, oh, this is awesome. And it turns out to be just, you know, a half-assed piece of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, at no, least they're being honest about this. You know what, man? This, this is the kind of movie I want because, like you said, they're honest about it. And also, I don't want to watch a movie telling me i got to save the dolphins. I already fucking know mm-hmm. this. And what am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know? Um, I already recycle my cans. Yeah. Uh, any type of six-pack container that's plastic, I don't buy. You know, I, I don't know, you know? You know, I like, I like watching stuff that's going to teach me something I don't know, but I try to shy away from the stuff that is just telling me what I want to hear. Well, like you showed me the other day, the documentary on Lake Mead. Yeah. That's something I feel I need to know, and mm-hmm. it's very interesting, and it sucks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, they, they pulled a third body out of Lake <laughs> Mead. Um, what was this? Uh, um, shit, Hoffa? No, no, no but you're uh, close. Uh, you seen oh. you seen the movie Casino? Yes. With Sharon Stone, Robert De Niro, and Joe Pesci. Joe I, Pesci's character in that, Tony Spilotro. Uh huh. The real life Tony Spilotro um, did wind up beaten to death in a cornfield in Indiana, just like in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, but these three bodies they recovered, there is not compelling evidence but there is some evidence that these were three people that Tony killed and dumped in the lake while back in 76. Uh, the first two bodies that they've pulled from Lake Mead, both male, both shot in the back. Um, <laughs> so, and I don't know if they've identified them or not but they have they have tied Sounds their, like typical setup to me. Huh? Yeah, yeah. But they've 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 gone back and said, okay, here's about when these bodies were dumped. And then they tied them to two people in the Vegas area that were mob-affiliated that had disappeared around that time after running afoul of Tony's Spilotro. So they're like, okay, these probably these two are probably him. And then this third one they're, they're looking at, too, as possibly being, but real-life mob hits. Wow. Isn't that fun? Yeah. You know, and, and the thing is, is it's funny because um, this is stuff that people aren't sure. You know, some people, mm-hmm. I, I know it exists because I grew up around it. I yeah. Mean, you know, yeah. but. Um, but um, so many people think it's just movies. Yeah, yeah. This is like actual proof that no, it does happen. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, it, a lot more than people ever thought. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. Well, um, you know, I got, a, I got a neat little story here about a little prank that me and Davey, my friend that I refer to often, oh, yes. played. 
you know, the old Bannister Mall, remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, boy, that was a, that was an area for a lot of fucking fun. We used to get away with murder at that place. We'd done the stupidest shit. Well, there, there was a security guard, a little, little short little fucker, little kind of little dumpy little guy named Sam. Mm-hmm. And he hated us long hairs. We were in there getting all the chicks, and he didn't fucking like it. So yeah. Sam used to always try to get me kicked out, and Davey too, but more me. He really hated me for some reason. <laughs> so he'd always screw with me, and he got me kicked out for about two weeks. Then we went to court, and and then the judge said you can't kick him out. It's a public mall, you know. So yeah. So um, anyhow, you know, one of the biggest ways to sell a hoax is to. Uh, we found this out was to have a setup guy that no one knew mm. just a guy to confirm what you're saying go oh yeah 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 I did see that monkey over there yeah, yeah. last I saw him he was on top of that building and he was throwing shit at somebody the random witness you see disappears witness, yes yes yeah. oh, so um, uh, this guy uh, okay this is um, Bannister Mall early 1980s me and my good buddy Davey were hanging out and uh you know, we're crazy long hairs that, you know, the average teen would follow, you know, because mm-hmm. we're long hairs and, you know, we're kind of like the Pied Piper of teens. Yeah. People would like used to look at us and go, well, there's the party. Let's just follow them around until they go to it. <laughs> yeah, I've, done, I've we, done that. Yeah, they, yeah they, they used to do it all the time. We'd be like, where are you guys going? Cleveland, Ohio? No, Missouri. That guy looks like okay. he might have beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just start following us, and that's just the way it were. And then we'd all introduce, hey, hey, I'm, you know, I'm so and so, I'm so and so, you know, and we'd have a good time, Cleveland Lake or something. Yep. You know, slamming beers, doing stupid shit. So, <laughs> so Davey and I had certain buddies that would walk up and hear the bullshit that we're spewing, and then help seal the deal. You know, they mm-hmm. sell it completely. <laughs> you know, one guy that uh, walked around to help us was a punker named Jason. Jason was really cool because he looked like the type of guy that wouldn't like us. Mm-hmm. But we, we got to talking to him, and we you know, we saw eye to eye on everything except music. Oh. Everything else, we were the same, you know. Cool. Fuck society, fuck the average guy, fuck this, <laughs> fuck that, you know. But when it came to music, you know, we're like fucking listening to Motley Crue and shit like that, and he was listening to... Uh, um, um, I don't know, uh, the Ramones, or, you know, or, uh, or even deeper than that, you know, Dead Kennedys, the Germs. Television. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was a real punker, so boy he boy. Had, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had an orange mohawk. Sweet. Wore a uh, black spike leather. And, uh, and Doc Martens. So, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, you got the guy, right? You mm-hmm. know, you know who I'm talking about, so... Uh, great guy, though. I'd love to know what happened to him. So, Jason, if you happen to hear this abortion, please. Uh, oh, I guess that, you know, that's a bad word now, isn't it? Oh. This atrocity. There <laughs> so, we go. <laughs> if you happen to hear this horrible atrocity, then, you know, hey, uh, send us an email. Yeah. And I forgot what the valid email is. So. <laughs> <laughs> we put so many bullshit ones yeah, out there. We can't remember our real one. <laughs> I know. There is a valid one, and I can't remember what the hell it is. So. So, we also uh, have an actual real phone number. <laughs> hell if I know that one either. <laughs> yeah, so I can't even remember the real one. Anyhow. So, uh, Show prep. Yeah. <laughs> Here I was talking about show prep and making a big deal out of it, and I can't even remember our email. So, so anyhow, meanwhile, 
There's this uh, one security guard named Sam that I kind of alluded to or actually went into a little bit. Mm -hmm. Sam was a jealous little pussy bitch. (laughs) (laughs) He constantly tried to get me kicked out and barred from the mall. And like I said earlier, he did for a while, for a couple of weeks. And we went to court. Mm -hmm. I got back in, which really fumed his ass, burned his ass. I'll bet. Because every time I seen him, I was like overzealous about him. Hi, Sam. How are you? You come over for dinner tonight, little guy? A little (laughs) tiny (laughs) bit of authority he had. You look cute today. <laughs> I beeped his nose one time. He oh, about oh, oh. went unglued. So, you know, me and Davey used to play mean tricks on Sam constantly. You Sounds know, like he deserved it. Oh, oh, he did, you know. <laughs> so uh, we quickly went to Jason to be the uh, casual guy walking mm-hmm. by to sell it. So Jason's over in the corner where the movie theaters upstairs used to be. Because then they went downstairs for a while and then they disappeared. Oh yeah. But they're used. Yeah, yeah they used to be upstairs, mid upstairs. Mm-hmm. So I think right across from food court, maybe, if I remember correctly. Well, now in my mind, I'm getting confused with Ward Parkway because their movie theaters shifted around a bit too. Okay. Well, anyhow, this is when they were upstairs because I remember that part well because people are coming in to go to movies and we're screwing with them. So yeah. So Davey and I set this one up perfectly. You know, we had a buddy that um, he won a, a backstage pass to uh, um, to um, uh, Great White. Oh, remember yeah. them? Mm-hmm. It's a video shoot, okay? He, as an extra. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> and he was in it. it, it was, I don't know if it's once bit or something else, but he was in it. And so, and and on the back was stamped used, yeah. but on the front, it had an MTV logo. It didn't have a specific band. It just had. It didn't say Great White. It just said yeah. Extra for MTV Video Shoot. And I remember it really well. It was green with an orange MTV on it with their famous logo. Yeah. It was really cool looking, and it was like made with some sort of a uh, um, some sort of, of a really thick paper, and it was uh, engraved, I guess. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was raised. It felt great. It felt like the seal of embossed something. Embossed paper. Embossed. Raised yeah. printing. Raised printing. Whatever. Yeah. Makes it a lot harder to counterfeit. Yeah, so Plus, they, it makes it look cool. <laughs> so our friend agreed to let us borrow this for a little while. We got it back to him, like we said, and all yeah. that. We didn't, you know, we didn't tear it up or steal it or nothing. So, <laughs> Davey started waving the card in the air and making fun of me because he got this and I didn't. You know, he's like, hey, 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 you know, I'm going to be on this, uh, I'm going to be on this um, whatever, you video. know. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so he's way around going, hey, I'm going to be on the video and you're not because you're too stupid and you couldn't win and, and all this stuff, right? <laughs> so th- this magical card was supposed to be a freebie to be an extra on the set of MTV. Mm-hmm. This is what we set it up to be, right? A list of hundreds of bands, the secret MTV guy walking around, was, he was walking around the mall, and this was going to be Sam eventually. Mm. So the secret MTV guy that has these free magical passes was Sam, only he didn't know it yet. <laughs> so Davey's like, bleh, bleh, bleh. and I'm like, you fucking asshole. Yeah, all this stuff. So automatically, see people getting ready to walk in, right? Yeah. Getting ready to go to movie, they're like, <laughs> yeah, just like magnetic. Dunk. They're just staring at us. And Davey's like, duh, 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 and all this stuff. I'm like, man, that sucks, man. You get to go and I don't. So Davey is waving this around, making fun of me, and Jason will walk by. Mm-hmm. They go, yeah, I fucking won one too, but I threw it at him because there's no punk bands on it. Fuck that. I don't want to go. So all of a sudden, wow. all these kids are fucking coming over there. <sighs> what, what was this? So yeah. <laughs> that's so clever. Yeah. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> we set it up perfect. 
So the reason uh, the reason that uh, we picked Sam to do this we to do this on that day was because we had the card for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. He was wearing plain clothes. Yeah. And I guess he thought he was going to catch shoplifters or something, not wearing his little fucking bitch outfit that he normally wore. It, you know. So Jason, instead of us, goes, yeah, that fucking little douche right there is the one. That's the secret MTV guy. We didn't even say it. He did it. It sold it even more. Because yeah. all these teens were like, <gasps> you know, fucking their heads spun around and they're staring <laughs> at him. And so Jason said, wow. yeah. He, he goes, um, yeah, I bit him on the ear to get one. So, so the story was, was this. <laughs> it's getting the better more, and better. The more outrageous you were, the more likely you were to get a free pass oh, for MTV. Perfect. Yeah. So automatically he had like fucking 50 teens jumping in front of him, fucking biting his ear, kicking him in the ass. One guy was clucking like a chicken in his face. Another guy's like, look, 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 look I'm a bird. Some guy fucking oh jumped God. off of one side. Another guy ripped off one of the trees and hit him with a switch. And Sam was just fucking freaking out, man. He's like, what the fuck? And they're like, we want to pass. We want to pass. He's like, what pass? This probably went on for fucking 25 minutes. He was he losing was, his mind. Yes, he was. He's he like, didn't what know what planet did I wake he, up on? He get 10 teens away from him, right? And then you have 10 more teens attack him. So like, we leave. We let this go on and let it go downhill. And those teens told another one, get the pass from that fucker. He didn't give us anything. So this just kept rolling on and rolling on and rolling on. So we come back a couple hours later. We went to, oh, no, oh I know gosh. what we did. We went to Andy Santa Fe and had a burrito. Mm, I remember the yeah, Andy's. We weren't even old enough to drink, but we still did because they never carted there. Yeah, we both right. had margaritas. We were fucking laughing, had our feet on the table and shit. <laughs> Davey had fucking flip-flops on, so they eventually got mad and kicked us out yeah. because you could see his toenails hanging out. and mm-hmm. People didn't like that. Yeah. So... So, hey, we get back in, and all of a sudden we see Sam coming by, all disheveled. By this time, everything was gone. It was all said and done. I go, hey, Sam, I go, you want to know where all that came from? Us. Davey pulled out the card. He said, see this? I go, yeah, you just been had, bitch. Oh, he was fucking furious. He turned red back. You motherfucker, I'm going to get you out of here. I'm going to get you guys kicked out for good. I go, what for? I didn't do anything to get some all. Uh-huh. We didn't get kicked out. <laughs> Man, that was one of the best fucking pranks we ever played. That's brilliant. And I just thought about it the other day. I'm like, my God. <laughs> there are some it's other brilliant. ones. There are some other ones I got to remember that we did to them too. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, I, I got another one. You listened to the solo cast, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell the story about the nutbiter. Oh yes. Oh gosh. Biggin. Biggin. Yep. The smooth sounds of two douchebags in a microphone podcast. Lord have mercy. Woo-wee. Uh-huh. Smack your mama. Yes, ma'am. Woo. Sit down and let your ear holes open up. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> when we were in high school, um, we had this guy, a fucking corn-fed piece of crap. Anyhow, um, his uh, his nickname was Biggin. Biggin. So, anyhow, uh, Biggin was a, he was like a big run stopper and, and really not worth anything except that. I mean, yeah, you know, he just takes up space. Takes up space and that's it. Yeah. So we'd be doing practices and begging to be hard to get around. He's just this huge fucking lump of shit. Just. <laughs> so, so anyhow, uh, Biggin was, uh, that, that was pretty much it. Okay, so, um, damn it, here I am, like I'm prepared because I don't have it <laughs> written down and I thought I could just do it. So, okay, Biggin was this run stopper and he was dirty. He, he, um, what he'd do is, whenever you're in the middle of the dog pile, at the bottom of the dog pile, mm-hmm. he grew his fingernails out, uh, and he would sharpen them. Uh. He, his index finger and his thumb, he'd grow them out and sharpen them. So what he would do is, when you're in the bottom of the dog pile, he would get right up, at, he'd wear a jock strap, of course, you know. Yeah. And he'd get right up against your nuts and just, like, pinch the fuck out of you so bad, it would be uh. black and blue for a month. God. It'd draw blood. So, yeah, and then even worse... Whenever his helmet would be knocked off, which was often because it, we were a small school, and I remember Center gave us some helmets that were extra. Mm-hmm. They got new ones, and uh, uh, Notre Dame did. Notre Dame Design did, and real football programs gave us free helmets. Yeah, but they're already they were crap. already beat to crap and yeah. used. And actually, we had to put our own logos on them <laughs> because yeah. they were what we had to make sure they were white helmets. That way, we could put the blue horn on there or the gr- purple horn. For a Viking on there. Yeah. Okay. So, it's sort of beat old Dale with the new fucking horn on him. <laughs> so, and none of them would ever fit. They're always loose. We never could get them to fit right. I don't yeah. know if all that beating, like, made them cockeyed or something. Yeah, mashed the foam down in weird ways. Yeah. So, we always had these helmets that would, like, fly off of us constantly. So, but that was one of the things about, you know, about being in that type of a school, that small farm school was, the revenue wasn't really high that they were yeah. getting. So you had to do, to have a football program, it consisted of, number one, paying the school. We had to pay the school to be in football. Wow, yeah. Yep. And um, and also we had to take hand-me-downs from anywhere. Otherwise, we'd be paying for our own equipment. And yeah. we did pay for some of our own equipment. Imagine. Yeah, like our cleats. If you wanted a real pair of cleats, a good pair of cleats, you had to buy them yourself. Mm. Uh, if you wanted the ones the schools assigned you, they weren't worth the shit because they were hand-me-downs. Yeah. So. Wow. And, and also, you know, like Biggin, he was horrible in school. He was terrible in school. But, you know, and he went the brightest. He, he was a dumbass. And he was an asshole. And he they kept him going because they probably really needed the tax money. They needed how many heads to make this much. Well, yeah, you know, that's true. To stay in business. Basically, that's what it was, was to stay in business. Yeah. So... Um, Biggin was there as a run stopper, and uh, we had this little guy, Jimmy. Um, he was faster than hell, and he was just a little bitty guy, and he was a running back. Mm-hmm. And no one could stop him because he would literally almost just, like, run under your feet. He was, And it was like <laughs> a little lightning. And so um, he'd always get by on Biggin. So I think there's a little bit of Biggin being mad. So um, there's this one play. What, what it is is you couldn't turn in – you know, whenever Biggin did this, you couldn't turn it in because the coach did not like you to turn in like uh, um, 
you know, penalties or anything like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, no, no tattletales on the team. Yeah, yeah, he felt yeah. like that was his job to number one, call penalties, and number two, no tattletaling. So if someone like tripped you or was holding you, the worst thing you could do is go, hey, he held me, and he'd make everybody run gassers. Yeah. The gassers were in the field side to side two times. Punish and, everyone to make you shut up. Yes, and then in the locker room you get your ass whipped. <laughs> yeah, I'll you bet. Your, you made me run five miles, Wallace. <laughs> bam, 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 knock the piss out of you, yeah. kick the hell out of you, laugh. So, so. So uh, Biggin could get away with it, yeah. knowing that you'd be the bigger rat for turning him in. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. so you had to kind of take it. I mean, and I, I have yeah. plenty of welts underneath my ball sack, and you know, I hated this fucker. So everybody hated this fucker, but nobody wanted to do it to anyone else, you know. We, no one did it back to him. We didn't do it to each other. It's just, it was too dirty. Yeah. So, uh, like I before mentioned, everybody's helmets would fall off routinely, no big deal, because, I mean, they were beat all the hell when we got them. They were cockeyed. They didn't work, you know, yeah. very well. But that's all we had, unless you wanted to buy a brand new one, and, you know, we were mowing lawns, Yeah. you know, so... Uh, yeah, you know, so, so it, we were using those. So there was this one play. We were getting ready to play, I think, Drexel, which was our arch rival. And, mm-hmm. you know, and like everything you've seen at, like, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. You know, Kill <laughs> yeah. Jefferson. The signs yeah, and the, the pep sign, club. Yeah, and all the, that. The assembly where yeah. you all yell and Let's cheer. Let's kill Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Let's kill Drexel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And me, I didn't give a fuck, man. I was pretty much a freak <laughs> Yeah. that they pretty much – forced into playing football. And You're just time, more happy it's Friday night than you are about anything else. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> I don't want to fucking be here. I want to go out on the gravel roads and fucking smash beers with my friends. I don't yeah. want to be here. But I played because I really got pretty much pressured into it. Come on, we need people because we really did need people. Yeah. I mean, we had pretty much one at every position and one guy that could do a little bit of everything. Uh, like one guy that could do four things, one guy that could do five things, yeah. another guy that could do three things. And those were our backups. We had like no actual real backup person. Doing yeah, it, no, no first string, second string. It was a, yeah. a little more immediate than that. Yeah. So, I mean, so they really did need me. Yeah. So, um, Biggin was in the middle of this pile, mm-hmm. and this was, uh, we were uh, practicing against our arch rivals, and this is late September. Yeah. But it was really hot. So real, the, real hot. So, was, one of you is the practice team wearing the other team's Yeah, yeah, colors. wearing Drexel's colors yeah. and, and the white and everything. So... It was really hot. It was like around 100 degrees. It's like winter's last or summer's last. Oh yeah. By, like flipping you off and uh-huh. slamming the door. And I remember very well. I mean, we were all just fucking hotter than hell, sweating ham chunks, fucking gravy. Back then, and, they they thought it was better if you didn't drink water. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Yep. So we're all in that dog pile, and all of a sudden I hear, yeah! <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, and so Jimmy. He had this problem with some sort of weird-ass pariasis or jock itch or something. I'm not sure what it was. It was something like that, mm-hmm. and it was on the inside of his thigh, right up there. It could he be like a fungal infection. Yeah, it or, probably yeah. was, but it was probably combined the heat, combined with the material from the jock strap. Oh, but I remember irritating. he was showing people, and they're going, man, this shit sucks. It hurts like fuck. I can't put on my jock strap. Mm. Well... He had to go without one. So uh-oh, uh-oh. he was in practice just hoping he didn't get fucking racked. 
because yes. that's the only thing that would save you was your jock strap. If yeah. you got smacked in the nuts, it wouldn't hurt nearly as bad because you're like safely tucked away. Kind of distributes the impact around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, instead of the little fling that's like... Yeah. Yeah, that like all of a sudden just stuns you and you don't know where you're at for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Time so. stops and then you think you're dying and then you hope you're dying. Yeah, and then, you <laughs> then you wish you were dead. Yes. And then you walk off gingerly. Oh, 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 I'll be in the locker room. So Jimmy could not wear a jock strap. So oh, we Jimmy. hear this fucking scream in the pain. Mm. So, all of a sudden, Jimmy gets up, and blood is running down the inside of his white pants. Oh. I mean, not just kind of. I mean, it was running. Oh. And the coach automatically, he freaks out. He's like, ah, son of a bitch. So, he runs over there, and the first thing he does is he pulls down his pants because, you know, number one, he thought there was a jock strap underneath there. And he didn't expect it all to just fucking flop out. Number two, there's these huge bite marks on his fucking nut. <laughs> oh, my God. And there's blood running everywhere. And the coach just flips out. Who the hell did this? Who did this? Who did this? And everyone's like pointing at fucking Megan. Uh, you did this? Yeah. Okay, so so he takes it and uh, he calls the uh, health team, not the paramedics, the health team that we oh, had. Yeah. He calls them out. And I think, I actually think of Jimmy ended up going to the hospital over this. Oh, and, I imagine. They yeah. probably chomp through a blood vessel. Oh, probably. God. So, they had the uh, health team come out there and they're over there trying to fucking do pressure and Jimmy's screaming, which I'd be fucking crying, I tell you. Yeah. And then, fucking coach grabs fucking Biggin by the ear and takes him straight into the office. Mm. So, Biggin got in a lot of shit over that, but I I think he, he didn't go to jail that day, but I think he had a court date over it. Yeah. If I remember yeah. correct, this is quite a while ago, but I think he went to court over it. I don't think he did any time, but I I think I don't know if like like right now, let's say he's looking for a job um, in a secure like an air base or something uh-huh. or something that um, well like the Federal Reserve downtown. I've done that job there, and yeah. uh, you have to uh, get a clearance. Mm-hmm. If you have any type of a record at all, they will not let you in there. Yeah. So I don't know if to this day, if he can't get a secure job like that because he's a nut biter. <laughs> I guess know? that would depend on how old he was at the time. Because prior to a certain age... Oh, he would have been 17, 16 probably. Yeah. yeah, so it's probably juvenile records, and those can get sealed, expunged, well, then he, all then that it, kind of stuff. Then it's probably done. It's yeah. probably been done. I mean, if he was 18 at the time, he probably would have wound no up way. having to list as a sex offender. Yeah, okay, yeah. I don't think that that's what happened. Yeah. I think that it probably went away when he was 18. But he did get in some shit. But I, if I remember correctly, this is a long time ago. This is 80s, yeah. early 80s. So Yeah. Uh, nobody wanted to deal with it back then no. as much as they're willing to deal with it now. No, no, no. That was such a shock to people. Yeah. We all knew this shit was going on. But he never did bite your nuts either. Yeah, yeah. yeah Everybody yeah. wore a jock strap. He knew about where he could go. Yeah, you, you kind of figured that there was a point that he wouldn't Who cross. was this fucking moron? This, this woman just left the coffee shop talking to herself. Oh, okay. I think she got... I don't think she was happy with her service and walked out complaining. Oh. And we all got to hear it. Okay. <laughs> yep, coffee she's shop still, down there. She's still cussing. Nice hair. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> She has pink hair. Then you know, pe- people figured 
they just presume that there's a line you aren't going to cross. And then mm-hmm. when someone crosses, it's just like, ah, big deal. They freak out. And they're not sure what to do. But I think anymore we're, we're a little more um, realistic about what lines people are going to cross so we don't freak out as much. No, you know what? You're right. Absolutely. I agree. And, uh, I mean, back then, too, that was such a shock that nobody really knew how to handle it. Nowadays, they have books, you know, they have code books and stuff. Well, okay, here's the first protocol that we do. Okay, first thing we do is we notify the family. Mm -hmm. We let them know exactly what's going on. Or, you know, we call the police, you know, we do this. They have protocol. Back then, it was just kind of like a, he what? And then a lot of those Um, situations. uh, But the guy's nuts. What? (laughs) Yeah. In a lot of those situations back then, a number of the adults who were supposed to be in charge, one of their first impulses would be to protect the biter at the expense of the victim. They would tell the victim, well, you know don't what, you're make right. a big I remember deal. that. Yeah, yeah. Shut up about it. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need this hit in the press. Uh-huh. Nut biter. So they're protecting the nut biter in themselves at the expense of the victim. You know what? I remember stuff like that, and I'll mm-hmm. bet you that did go on. Yeah. I'll bet you're like, hey, guys, I don't remember specifically, but I'll bet you we were told to keep it. Yeah. Down. And, you know, the, the, the one truth that people should learn from, from history if nothing else, is that the crime you can be forgiven for. The cover-up, you won't. That's right. Because if you do the crime, you can say, I had a moment of weakness, or I was, you know, I've got a great example for them, too. But if you do the crime and then cover it up, then you're the weasel, the asshole, the liar. I've got one for you. Yeah. David Letterman. Yeah. David Letterman is one of the best examples. Exactly. When he got caught having an affair, he didn't try to cover it up. Yeah, I did, and I had a moment. And Ozzy, too. Some guy tried to blackmail Letterman, and what he did is he just immediately went public and said, okay, here's what he's trying to blackmail me with. I did all this, and it's true. I did it. He got in front of it, and Uh nobody gave a shit. They're like, oh, okay, he had an affair. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's between him and his wife, and then they move on, which it is. But the cover-up kills the cover you. Of it, the cover-up would have killed him. That was yep. the smartest way of handling it. Yep. And Ozzy did the same thing. Ozzy yep. said when they came to him about his hairdresser, I'm a fucking rock star. What do you expect? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then who got sued on that whole thing? His daughter. Yeah. For slut-shaming. <sighs> That's right. But, I mean, look at, say, like the Boy Scouts and the Catholic Church. Oh, and God. And now the Lutheran Church and other yeah. other. Organ- it was the cover-up that people can't forgive. Yeah. You know, if the church all, churches all along had been exposing these abusers and pedophiles and freaks and, and ousting them, then people would have been okay with it. Yeah. But they covered it up and covered it up and then continued to put people at risk. And that's, that's what people are so right pissed about. When you're covering it up, how many more kids got molested and mm-hmm. potentially maybe your kid? Yeah. Yeah. So like, when you're a weasel and covering up your crime or somebody else's, you're liable for all the shit that goes on while you're holding back the investigation. Yeah, that's right. So that's where the cover-up always bites you in the ass. Let's say that some guy touched some children, mm-hmm. and then they like hit him at the Vatican for a few years, and then brought him, introduced him to a different part of the country, and you find mm-hmm. out that that kid, that guy touched your kid. How fucking outraged would you be on top of the outrage to mm-hmm. begin with? You'd be like, wait a minute, 
this fucker did all this. Then you guys hit him, and then you brought him back, and then you touched my child. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, that's not even like suing him stuff. That's like going there with a fucking flamethrower stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's where it finally reached a tipping point with the hierarchy in the church when it started getting talked about more, found out about more, and more and more people outraged. The church was still in denial mode, uh-huh. but then people started leaving the church in droves and the revenue started drying up. And that's when the church started doing something about it. Not because it was, you know, wrong had been done, but because the money was drying up. How awful. How awful. And it's, you know, I'm not bagging on Catholic people. This is where we we can go into the fake conservatives. Yeah. This is where a lot of them fault. Yep. This is where a lot of them fault because they will rip you off daily mm-hmm. steal from you daily but then profess to profess to believe in God and mm-hmm. and they're conservatives and they're worried about you and your family bullshit just like the fake liberals worried about the woman down the road that's a single mother bullshit yeah you know it's and the this camo is what they put really, on while they're hunting your money yes this is the bullshit that fucks politics up in America so oh. He took his kids and turned away when we were talking. He's like, nope, we're not knowing about those guys. <laughs> you, can't, you can't listen for free anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> we're in this darn public space where we can do most of what we want. And we also have a button here that if you don't agree with us, we have a way of like shutting the podcast off, so you better agree with us. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. We're going to reach into your car and reprogram it to only play our podcast. That's right. It's like Tesla's reached into your car and cut about 80 miles of range off your battery. Well, this is an, this is an, <laughs> I love that. This is an interesting subject here. And uh, I'm glad you brought this up because I've thought of this to myself. Has Tesla gone too far with their technology and people? Boy, in, in, in some areas I'd say, yeah, definitely. I would too. No, I was saying that the other day when um, uh, someone I know owns one, I was listening to the features and I'm thinking, wow. I don't know if I want that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I need that in my life. Yeah. I think it's too invasive. Yeah, yeah, there is a lot a lot that you have to let be known in order for the car to function the way that they've sold it to you. you know, this car can do all these, it can learn, it can, you know, but you have to give it all this access. I don't think I'm ready for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I but, mean, you know, we're being groomed by our smartphones and our smart speakers. All of our oh, little shit. assistants, and you know, we've been we've been conditioned to allow access to yeah. all of these devices and apps. That's true. And it's it's just become a regular thing. It's just like yeah, yeah, allow, allow, okay, yeah, whatever. And we've shared a whole lot, and they're learning from that. And it's also important to remember. I say it a lot, don't I? It's important to remember. <laughs> um, I would like to make the point that. <laughs> This information is... Are you kidding? We're two douches in a microphone. You can use that other language. Um, I'm aware all the time that this information is being gathered not for my benefit. Yeah. It's for their benefit to get money out of me more effectively. Mm-hmm. That's why they're getting... Well, I mean, they if, ain't doing it to help you. No. I mean, if I have some conveniences along the way or some cool gadgets, 
that's the bait on the hook. It is. Yeah, that's but, what they're dangling to get you. Yeah. So they're not doing that because they like us. I mean, McDonald's doesn't sell Happy Meals because they want your kid to be happy. They sell Happy Meals because they want your money. Yeah. Um, they're offering these services to draw you in because they want access. And each year, it's more routine to allow access. And then if we really stop to think of the multiple sources that we've allowed all of this access into our, our private information, I think we'd be horrified. Yeah. Um, I, no, I would agree. It would make you not want to do anything. Yeah. It'd be like, yeah, I'm not participating in anything anymore. But you know, the other school of thought is we're becoming one of the herd of gazelles. Instead of being out by yourself and all alone, you know, well, I'm not doing what everybody else is doing. Well, that's the one the lion picks off, or the lioness, I should say. That's right. But if you go along with everybody, if you're one of the 8 billion people sharing information, then chances are you're not going to get hit because there's 8 billion other people to get hit. And just, just random chance is going to keep you safe, like you're in the middle of that herd. Mm-hmm. So there's, I mean, then and then there's that thought that, also, eventually, they'll figure it out, and it'll get safe the way banks have become safe. Nobody rides up on you know, a horse that's and robs exactly, banks anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, it's speaking, things get figured out. Speaking of that, we need to do our podcast about your uh, grandfather. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I, I think that that would be really neat to do yeah. because, uh, I, I don't know, I love history. Yeah, me too. And this is, like, actually a direct very direct descendant of you. I mean, you know, it's yeah, close blood. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's still, you know, fairly recent in the history of this city and the organized crime. Hopefully the guy that did that was out in Lake Mead, right? Oh, yeah, maybe so. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I, I'm really, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, you know, we need to uh, um, both kind of do our own research on that, see what we come up with, and then just... Yeah, uh, and, you know, that's something we don't want to do just on the fly. It deserves a little more uh, forethought Yeah. to be, be done, done well and do justice, because I'm not trying to, you know, exploit the death of my grandfather. No, no, I just, no, I think I it's a story that needs to be told. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I, it, I mean, it kind of affects... Pla- Hi there, this is Fucknut from Two Fucknuts and a Recorder Podcast. Two Douchebags and a Microphone are our favorite podcast ever. Please, go to your friend's computer and download it from there. Go to your church's computer and download it from there. Go to people you don't know and grab their phones and download it on there. These fuckers need all the help we can get. Me is who I am, so. We have this platform, and I think it's important. I mean, and we may not stop there. We may do other stories. Yeah, I'd like Uh, to. Yeah, Yeah. I think that'd be excellent. Uh, this kind of goes along with uh, what, uh, what I read the other day, mm-hmm. and this made national news, but I never heard it here in Kansas City once, and I thought that was interesting why oh. they didn't really talk about it. 24-year-old man was a 24-year-old, I don't know what I just said, <laughs> but a 24-year-old <laughs> man was arrested after KC police said he tried to drive through a crime scene. Dri- oh, drive yeah, through yeah, a crime yeah, scene. Yeah, like the... Oh, the okay, banner, yeah, like the they, have banners the, are up. they have the street yeah. taped off. Yeah, okay. Yeah. According to court records, a KCPD patrol vehicle was blocking off the intersection of 57th Street and Ward Parkway late Monday. I know New, about where that is, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't go there at night. I barely go there during the day. <laughs> and if I do, I try to catch that light just right. And I will ride that light, like, if no one's coming, no one's around, I'll go through it. Yeah. You know, it's not worth your life. 
<laughs> so in the daytime, Word Parkway is about it, it, they treat it like a highway. Yes, it, it's so fast along there. Swope Parkway. Swope Parkway. Yeah. Uh, oh, 57. Hell. Yeah, now you know where I'm talking yeah, about. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah that, you're looking at me confused. No, no, no. Ward Parkway. Yeah, there's some nice big houses along Ward Parkway, but the you know, people drive along there like it's I-5. Yeah, Spoke Parkway. <laughs> so all of a sudden, it's over on the other side of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I go well, through I there to, fast, yeah. Yeah, I used to hang around down there when I was a teenager. Yeah, so did I. Now I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't no. get anywhere near there. And it's, you know, that's... They used to have those metal of, block parties, remember? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the people would be playing guitars and shit and uh-huh. fucking smashing whiskey, and it was fun. No one really got into any trouble or nothing. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I don't know how they ended. I think they ended with fights. Probably. People started yeah. fighting, and then, you know. And, you know, so. most of the reason I wouldn't hang around down there at night is, is because I'm in my 60s, and nobody down there wants me around. I'm an old guy, so... It's not that, you know, ooh, unless I you're hate buying food. unless you're yeah. buying drugs, there's no <laughs> yeah. reason. No, I think they see you and me and think cop. Yeah. Undercover. Could, yeah. Could yeah. be. Yeah, they're like, and What's that guy doing here? He has no business here at all this time of night. He doesn't live here. And when I was seventeen and I was hanging out down there, if I'd saw you know, some guy with who looked like me, I'd, I'd think, out of place, what's he doing I think here? The, yeah, this guy is a cop or something. Yeah. yeah or he's so, trying to buy drugs, which we don't want yeah. him doing that either here. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm going to walk or drive through there and get randomly killed, but I know I would not be welcome. No, that, just and because that's what I'm, I'm an old alluding guy. to about just going through <laughs> is yeah. because you get someone that just doesn't like you being there anymore, and you just never know. Yeah. I mean, you know, too many yeah. people have guns that are idiots. Yeah. So. So uh, the, the so uh, this guy drives through a crime yeah, scene. Yeah. So he was in a Chevy sedan and he tried to pass through it. Several officers tried to stop the vehicle when one officer reached inside the car and shut the engine off. That's the cold. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, it it sounds like at least he had enough wherewithal to slow down. Yeah. So it didn't turn into a situation where he barrel, barreled through there at like 90 mile an hour killing a bunch of people. Or maybe he's still trying to creep through and get away without. Yeah, I think maybe he yeah. thought, well, if I slow down, I can get through here. Yeah. And then, the, you know, they're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's like, yeah, no, no, I can make it through. And then wow. they, and they shut it Just off. Just all sorts of bad decisions and choices. Well, officers reported smelling alcohol on the oh, driver's there you breath go. As, they, as they smoked with him. <laughs> he was extremely upset and using foul language and screaming at the officers. There's your other clue. Uh, boy, uh, and that always helps so much, doesn't it? Yeah. When, they, when you cops pull over just to yell and scream at him, that's just so much good. You know what, sir? I didn't realize it upset you that bad. I'm going to stop. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I didn't mean to interrupt your day. <laughs> I'll turn my lights and sirens off because obviously you're having a bad day. Yeah, we're sorry. Hey, take down the tape. <laughs> take down the tape. Move that body. Move that body a little bit. He doesn't have enough room. Let's all go away and come back in an hour. <laughs> Hang on. He might hit his elbow. Move him a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so he allegedly continued. This is what type of world. The article actually said allegedly. Mm. He allegedly continued to use profanities and refused to calm down. He also refused a field sobriety test yeah. and a breathalyzer test. Mm-hmm. It, it also, uh, uh, his vehicle re- revealed empty liquor bottles and beer cans. Yeah. All of these, I think, are pretty solid. Uh, um, hey, they know we're on a podcast. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 
His name was not released, but he's booked there under the suspicion of drunk driving. They're awaiting uh, blood test results. So they had to give him the jab. Yep. They're like, yep. all right, fucker. You don't want to do anything else? Well, all right, we'll just take your blood, and we'll tell you whether you're drunk or not. And that's, that's kind of the last dodge they have is to say, do the blood draw, but then try to put it off so long that they fall below the legal level. Yeah. And then you can't... You can't Infer what their level was before because everyone metabolizes alcohol differently. Well, I, I read so this a long that's time the ago. Dodge. Yeah, I read this a long time ago that a lot of people, if they would go in and take their breathalyzer when they first leave a bar, they'd be fine. But they mm-hmm. battle them and fight them for forty minutes, and then the alcohol that they absorb all of a sudden the seven more beers that they had didn't register two beers; it registered seven. Yeah, and they were legally drunk. They said that a lot wow. of people don't realize that if they go ahead and just take it right then. Guess it does kind of even out. <laughs> yeah, but they fought him so long, and all seven beers set in, and all of a sudden it's like, ah. Oh, wow. Hello. That's true or not? I think it is. Hello. I, I actually, you, you still, still there? Heard a cop confirm that. You were still, still listening. listening. <laughs> you must, must be really, really fucking bored. bored. Hey, I got a, I got some weird questions for you. Yeah. Okay. If you punch yourself in the face and it hurts, are you weak or strong? Oh. Good question. I'd say strong. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Okay. What is your most hated mode of transportation? Airplane. Now it is. Yeah. Just because of all the bullshit, um, the flights canceled, getting there, all that stuff. And it's not that I'm afraid of flying. No, no, no. It's the way that you're packed in. Same here. Like sardines. It's, and I know you can pay more for first class, but they create the misery in coach intentionally. So you'll buy first class. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that miserable in the regular seats. You're a sardine. We'll try our new, uh, Uh, try our new uh, uh, even flow class or our new fucking A1 business. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. That's and why I hate air travel zone. most. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> no, it's bullshit is what it is. And then like, uh, and, and then they cancel flights constantly just to set, to suit them, no one else. I mean, there's actually not a reason, but they're going to make more money by canceling two yeah. flights. And, and the airlines will continue to get away with it as long as people keep buying tickets. Yeah, yeah. As long as you think, well, I have to fly places in order to be a complete person. That's what I heard yeah. after COVID. They're, like, wanting to bail out the airlines. I'm like, fuck those guys. No. Let new ones take their place and, like, do it right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was outraged. I'm like, no, no, no. Maybe a real company will come forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe Braniff will come back. <laughs> I used to love Braniff. I did, too. They were so awesome. Yep. We'll come back. Yeah. TWA. Teeny Weeny Airlines. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what were some of the other ones? Braniff, Twa. Pan Am. Pan Am, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I fly in a Pan Am. Yeah. It yeah. still has that name, even to this day. Whenever you hear Pan Am, you think smoldering bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lockerbie. Yep. <laughs> okay. If there's an ambulance on the way to save someone and it knocks down someone, would it have to stop to help them? Wow. I mean, I would say yes. Well, I mean, what if someone's like critical heart attack? They're almost dead, and this guy was just knocked down and it just scuffed up. Well, I think if you've already picked up the person on your way to the hospital and you knock someone down, but what you if might you're on the way there? I think this is a third. Yeah, if you're I think on the if you're there. on there, I think you got to stop and help because the person you're going to is an unknown. 
and you've got the person in front of you who definitely could be help. fucked up. Okay. Yeah. That's my I, I would go with stop and help. Okay. I yeah, I go with stop and help too. Yeah. yeah. If you had a chance to invent a country, what would you name it? Oh, first thing that comes to mind is Freedonia. Because that was in a Marx Brothers movie. It was uh, it was the fictional country of Freedonia, so I think that would be a pretty awesome name for a country. <laughs> Either that or the Republic of Dave from Fallout 3. <laughs> I love that. I love both of those. Mine I'm going to name Fuckface. Because I want oh. everyone to constantly bleep my name and... And uh, bleep it out on TV and on oh, in print. Yeah. That's like that. Uh, there was a European band that's very involved in human rights, and the name of the band is Pussy Riot. Yeah. And yeah. it's so hilarious to hear the radio announcers having to say the name of the band over and over because their, they're their doing voice, such notable things. Their voice things. sounds so protested too. They're like, <laughs> and meanwhile, um, Pussy Riot yeah. <laughs> at a I, concert. <laughs> I heard one announcer say that he wasn't going to say the name of the band because it was offensive but only once and then immediately everyone started saying the, the band's yeah, name every time yeah, it's, it's like, like oh per bank you got it it's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty good it is have you ever taken something out of your possession and failed to return it me many times something out of your possession and then failed to return it yeah. I, I think that's pretty easy. Yeah. I almost didn't even put that one down. I was like, yeah, okay. This, yeah. Yeah, I, that's happened a lot. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Is it permissible for minors who act in R-rated films to see them? Wow, I guess no. How about that mind screw? Yeah. yeah. They still need their parent or guardian's permission. Yeah. Funny. Because they're acting in it, they may not see the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, I know... Uh, like, uh, what's her name, an exorcist? Yeah, Linda Blair. Linda Blair, I mean, yeah, they let her watch it, but they shouldn't have. Well, I know they will let musicians play in a bar where they're not old enough to come in and drink. Yeah, that's right. They have to sign a waiver. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, and they, you know, they can't And I was, I was legally allowed to handle alcohol at Royals and Arrowhead Stadium before I was old enough to drink. I just had to get a Missouri liquor license. Yeah, same here. When I worked so, restaurants until like, I turned like, 21. Like so many things, it's only Ill- illegal until you pay somebody the appropriate amount of money. Yeah. And then it's legal again. Well, I still this day have to pay someone to handle alcohol. Yep. I have to pay the city of Kansas City to handle alcohol. Yep. Although I've been around it and using it for a long time. Still, got to pay them. Um, what is the color of a mirror? Ooh. Wow. Yeah, that would be something that does not have a color. Yeah. Or could you say it's whatever color it's reflecting I'm at the moment? I'm going to say it's color. It's whatever color it's reflecting <clears throat> at the moment. Yeah, that makes that. I like that one better. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a pretty good one because that really makes you think. It's like, what is the color? Of it? Yeah. Ooh, cool. Yeah. Now this one's. I yeah, I'll just go ahead and do it. But anyhow, I'm not real fond of this one, but. What do you usually think about while you're on the toilet? Oh. Hmm. 
you know, I'm tempted to say like music or or sports or something, but I don't know that there is anything I usually think about. Me neither. Just depends on what's on my mind. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, I. That wouldn't. I went ahead and did it. But, but that's yeah. no, it's an interesting question because for some people there would be a usual thing like, damn, I gotta clean this bathroom. Well, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I used to do my finances on the toilet. Mm, Everything yeah. that I had to sit down and figure out and decipher and all that, I would do on the toilet because, uh, you know, if I thought it was gonna take a little while, I'm like, I'm gonna yeah. make production out of it. It's, it's some reliable, unru- uninterrupted time. Yeah, I'd have my phone for the calculator and I'd have yeah. my notepad and figure some stuff out. What superpower would you not want? Oh, knowing the future. Imagine how boring that would be if you knew everything that was going to happen, when it was going to happen, how it was going to happen. You know, sometimes you think, ooh, I want to know the future, but it's kind of one of those all or nothing things. You know what? I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. You kind of changed my mind on yeah. what I was going to say. What I was going to say is people's thoughts because I would probably hate 90% of the people. Yeah, yeah. That because would, that would be a very close second, is being able to read other people's thoughts. Yeah, because, I mean... I don't want to know. We, we all think stuff that we don't really mean, you mm-hmm. know? Just, I do it in parody, like, thinking, eh, yeah. it'd be funny if this fucker did a face plant and fucking broke his nose. I don't really mean that. Yeah, yeah. And now, if they heard that, they'd be like, man, this guy, what the fuck is wrong with him? How come he thinks that? Everybody has passing thoughts that are... I wouldn't want anyone reading them, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want anyone reading them, so yeah. I look at it as taking out the garbage. Yeah, yeah, and that is what it is. Uh Your mind needs stuff to chew on, it needs stuff to think about, it Mm -hmm. needs stuff to focus on, and that's true. Okay, if you found an island and you went to whatever you had to do and they said you know what Christopher you found this island and no one really wants to it's yours no not it's your island then you had to come up with laws what would be the first law that you would put on this island oh gosh hmm it would be some some phrasing of leaving people alone to live their lives while they leave you alone to live your life. You know, whether you frame it as the golden rule, you know, do unto others, but it's more of not just do unto others, but let them be. You know, respect each other's privacy and the fact that we are living our one and only life. At least our one and only physical life here on this planet. I guess if you're a resurrectionist, you or uh, oh, yeah. a reincarnationist. <laughs> Reincarnation. Yeah, no, yeah. That's what I meant. But uh, yeah, I think that would be it. It's just. But the chances of you landing on that island again are probably really slim, even if you are a reincarnationist or whatever. Yeah. But no, no, no. I get, I get what you mean. Yeah, just you do you and I'll do me. I think that would kind of be it. Okay. That's presuming there would be other people on the island because they're by myself. I don't know. <laughs> me, I'm, I'm going to go the opposite because I'm a prankster. <laughs> and the first law is anyone that lands on that island and wants to stay there for any amount of time gets ass paddled, bare bottom by everybody there. Yeah, yeah, kind of paddle your way in. Yeah, that's yeah. it, man. It's like you want in. Well, there's a, 200 people here right now. Okay? Everyone can <laughs> paddle you however they see fit. Yep. Some will be nice, some will some not. Some will not. But after you get that done, then you're free to go. You can do whatever you want. Kind of like the uh, 
frat or sorority hazing. Yeah, it's like hazing, yeah. And, <laughs> and I'm all on board with that. <laughs> so, that and would it, be my mine would be the opposite of what yours is, leaving yeah. everybody alone. <laughs> Your island would be more fun probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You get everybody there. I'm here for my paddling. Because yeah. we go to your island to party and then we go back to my island to you know to relax recover. and hang out. I gotta go to Christopher's Island, man, my ass hurts and these fucks <laughs> never shut up. Boy, that doesn't sound all that right, you know. <laughs> I heard that when you said it. It's like, hmm, it sounds a little odd. <laughs> it does. And then finally, of stupid questions, and I've got a million of them. These oh. are going to pop up on a lot of podcasts. I, I came up with one myself, so you go ahead. Oh, oh, okay. Why do you perceive everyone driving faster than you to be an idiot, and then everyone, uh, everyone of you that drives uh, that you're quicker than is a moron, too? So yeah. other, everyone going faster is a moron. Everyone's going slower is a moron. So what is the deal there? I mean, can't, it can't be both. Yeah. Who is the true moron? Is wow. it you for thinking that? Probably, because, you know, at the same time, if everyone's driving the exact same speed as me, I think, get away from We'd me. What the morons. hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing surrounding me and no, just I pacing? Know. There is no perfect speed. There isn't. Someone whizzes by you, and I've been that person, too, late for yeah. work or something, or, shit, I told him 12 and I forgot. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I've been that person. It's like, Jesus, will you just get out of my way mm. and quit being a fucking fuss bucket? I know you don't like me speeding around you, but just <laughs> let me fucking do it. Yeah, and I've also been that guy that fuck this guy, man. I ain't doing I let him through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the people go faster than me. I've started calling cop bait. Cop bait. <laughs> <laughs> now if they're going insanely fast, then I call them organ Well, that's donor. different. That's different. Yeah, I need to Well, I know cops that revert to uh, people on bikes Motors, that go yeah. fast. They're organ donors. Yep. And then when it really does happen, they also go organ donor on uh, 10 highway or whatever, you know. Yep. yep. And then the ones going ridiculously slow, they're causing more accidents than they think and they're avoiding. And that's been proven. It is. And they actually get more tickets than the people going fast now. Yeah, it's the difference in speed. Well, not it's like the, I-70. Not just being faster. It's the difference in speed between vehicles that's I, the problem. I-70 is such a shit show because no, of that. And the reason is because these truckers, um, they have a governor on there because they don't want to oh, use that's so right. Speed. Yeah. That's right. They do have uh, So, Oh, you just came back from controls. Columbia. Oh, oh, thanks for the White Castles, by oh, the way. Oh, you're welcome. You're oh, welcome. God, they're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure your car is probably still recovering from the smell of onion. Well, actually, the dog that we took with us was farting so bad in the car that that's all it smells like. It's, oh. It's just oh. rancid dog fart now. Sam. So, Yeah. It's, uh, it's our fault. I smelt his farts. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's our fault. If we feed him just normal dog food, he's pretty good. But when we start giving him extra stuff, then we Sam's all pay for it. Sam's farts are fucking lethal. Yes. Let me tell you. Paint peelers. Yeah, I love the dog, but my God, his stuff. Oh, it's like taking a baseball bat or a broom and hitting you right in the right in your fucking bridge of your nose. Oh, yeah. Oh. And some of them have some amazing hang time. You're like, my God, yes. won't this dissipate? It's just still it's here. It's like a paste in the air that just <laughs> lingers. I'm going to have to go like shower this off me. Oh, God, it's back again. Uh, oh. Uh, so, yeah, I-70 is the traffic's just boring. Oh, yeah, just the trucks. I mean, because the trucks can't maintain their speed. There are too many hills, too many curves. Yeah. Lanes are fairly narrow. Yeah, um, they're narrow enough to where it impedes. Yeah. yeah. 
I have noticed, though, um, just outside of Columbia, where the bridge goes over the Missouri, yeah, they're building a second bridge alongside it. Oh, really? And I'm tr- we're trying to figure out, now are they replacing the bridge that's, ex- that's there? The bridge has been there a long, long time, yeah. so maybe so. Or, or are they planning to widen I-70 and have one bridge going east and one I bridge going they're... west? I think they are planning to widen it because I think there was a proposal in place for a long time and they finally got the funding for it. Mm, some okay. of it federal and some of it state because yeah. they did that sales tax yeah, was, that went okay. through. So maybe that's what... I'll we, bet you it's a widening. If they're smart, it's a widening. Yeah, and yeah, at least one more lane each direction Yeah, would help. If they did two each direction, then maybe, maybe instead of that... Have a, have dedicated truck lanes each direction. Yeah. Um, yeah, dedicated truck lanes would actually make the most sense. Yeah, and maybe put them in towards the median. Yeah. Or, I don't know. And, and with a thing where they have to use it. Yeah. They have to use it if they're going around and they're in the slow lane. Yeah. They're not in the fast lane. Leave people alone. Yeah. Let them get to where they need to go to in a, a decent amount of time. Yeah. So. But if, if you've traveled the country... You know, take a look at, at the interstates, and when you're coming up on you know these smaller hills, you'll see that the road cuts into the hill to stay fairly level, and that's the way it's supposed to be, so you can maintain speed. Mm-hmm. But if you notice between KC and, and St. Louis, almost none of those hills are cut into. You have to climb every damn one of them. That's true. And that's I think the money that was supposed to go to cutting into those hills was skimmed off by crooked politicians. Well, so they yeah, built the absolutely. shitty road for us well, instead it's just of the like, one we were supposed to have. Why is Kansas City all concrete? <laughs> Pendergast. Yep. <laughs> Who got Truman into office? Pendergast. <laughs> Who owned everything in Kansas City? All the construction. Pendergast. So, there yep. you go. Um, you had a question. Yeah, here's my stupid question. Okay. If you have sex with your clone is that masturbation Ooh. same dna yeah same person yeah it's not like a twin it's just an actual oh i can go further too what if you protest and you do it anyhow is that right wow it probably well first things first is it masturbation I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no also. Yeah. Just if, for if, the fact of it's like a whole nother yeah, it's a entity, even though it's mm-hmm. you, yeah. it's something else. But once you once you became, once the clone became aware, you two started having different experiences, your clone would become a different person. Your clone suddenly like, man, my asshole hurts. This is it. <laughs> so, Please stop. <laughs> so sex with your clone would not be masturbation. Therefore, if your clone objected, it would be rape. Yeah, yeah, that's all. okay. We're on board with both of them. Yeah, but you know, of course, DNA evidence would not work if you were raping your clone. So. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we have nothing to go by, literally. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Well, yeah. uh, well, whose DNA was found? His own. Yeah. <laughs> now here's here's an even dumber version of that. If you masturbate with your left hand and your left hand's asleep, is that sexual assault of your left hand? Yes. 
I would think so. Yeah, you didn't ask his permission. No. I didn't know. Your hand's asleep, and it wasn't able to consent. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Your hand physically has to like be awake and be like, okay. You realize that we're both going yeah. to hell, right? Yes, <laughs> we're gonna we burn are. for this shit. Yes. <laughs> You know what? On the next podcast, let's write up some weird questions like that. I like these weird questions. Me too. Yeah. Very puzzling, but very good. Yeah. And you can email us once I find our real email. <laughs> yeah. And we also have a real phone number. I forgot. I got to yeah. find the phone. I have I it written seven. down at home. I know exactly where it is at home, but I could call my dog, but he won't read it to it's me. It's 816 217 number. There are a couple of sevens in it. I remember that. Yeah. I don't even know where I put the phone because, like I said, we're moving my mom in and all yeah. that. I got well. I guess I can just call it once I find the number. I have yeah. the number written down. Somewhere. As long as it's got a charge of the ring. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it. Yep. <laughs> Metal detector. Yeah. Beep 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 beep. Hey, there it is. I bet it is dead. I haven't seen that thing in fucking three weeks. It probably ever, is dead. Ever since I've been like doing this whole house thing, it's been on the back burner. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't had a reason to even look at it. Yeah. I wonder if we got any calls. There's probably Mr. Creepy has probably called in a I'm number sure. of times. Yeah, you know, and anyone out there, filled if up you your called voicemail box. And, I, and we didn't answer, I'm sorry. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> as soon as I find it and charge it up, we'll we'll answer anything. But, you know, the name of the podcast is Two Douchebags and a Microphone. So, so when we go. start acting like douchebags, it's like we told what you. What you expect. It, it was, <laughs> it's, yeah, it was presented first. Yes, it's know. pretty douchey behavior to give you a phone number and then ignore it. But Two upright gentlemen's opinion. <laughs> no, no, no. They ain't no. gonna lie to you that way, guys. Yeah, no. Nope, and nope. gals. I mean, and, just and ask, uh, ask two fuck nuts and a recorder. Yeah. We're their favorites. They yeah. love us. Now, would that be like a tape recorder or one of those little half-assed flute things that they taught you to te- play in grade school? I think it's a tape recorder. I, I would think hope it's so. an old um, Westinghouse. Yeah, it's not or, like two uh, fuck nuts and a pan flute. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Although that does sound like a show I would listen to. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, we'll look into that. We just should Google some random podcast names, and there's yeah. probably some really interesting content out I'm there. I'm sure there is. <laughs> uh, uh, or um, what was the Radio Shack? Real Tandy, realistic. Tandy, realistic. Yeah. And Tandy, too. No, Radio Shack was a Tandy company. Yeah. Realistic was their own brand. That was their store brand for their electronics. I think their recorder is a realistic recorder because it was the off-brand at a good Mm. store. Wasn't... Wasn't the wasn't Candy originally a Texas company? It was. Yeah. It was Texas Instruments part of it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It, it grew out of Texas Instruments. Yeah. So then Radio Shack and Realistic were they were probably one of the last American-made. They were of those type electronics, they were. cassette decks. And they held in as long as they could. And yeah, FM receivers. As a matter of fact, I think Radio wow. Shack is still around online. Yeah. Kind of like Montgomery Warts's. Yeah, I think Kmart exists online. It does. It probably does. Yeah. Isn't that weird to think that Montgomery Ward's and Kmart? I want to see if TGY is still online. Oh yeah. Or uh, Woolco. Woolworth. Yeah. Uh, Ben Franklin. Mm -hmm. No, uh, from what I understand, there's still a small remote area of Ben Franklin's on the East Coast. Nice. Where they originated. Nice. They're like like a ten mile radius of like three of them or something. Sweet. Yeah. Keep the franchise yeah, they history keep going. going. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah, they're not Dollar Generals or whatever. Like, they all are here. Yeah. Like, And this is many years removed after they were, like, something else for years. 
Yeah, yeah. Sometimes they go back to original names. Yeah. Uh, CVS was Osco before it was CVS. And yeah. before it was Osco, it was Katz. K-A-T-Z. Um, there was one in between. There, yeah, there was... Yeah, Skaggs. there was the Skaggs. That's it was right. Katz's, which was a local company. Mm-hmm. They even had their own beer, Katz's Beer. I didn't beer. realize that. I remember going up. down to the Katz store at 63rd and Brookside. I, I used to go to the one in Northeast where we lived, and they had a soda jerk in there. With oh, a yeah. And everything. Uh-huh. Me and my dad would get a lemon lime. Mm-hmm. The freshly squeezed there, the guy with a little hat be like, Oh, there you go, sir. Oh, Frank, you know. And it really felt like, you know, an old small-town store in there because it had been there forever and a day. Yeah, the Katzes so. took pride in that. Yeah. And then they sold out to a huge corporation. Yeah. yeah. So. Man, yeah, I get it. At a certain point, you don't want to run the business Yeah, anymore. they're just like, yeah, get what you can. We'll, uh, we'll be in St. Martin. Um, one more thing about CVS. This is, this is something I found funny. It kind of goes to your youngling beer. Um... I heard the story secondhand, but it was from the guy himself, the guy who bought Walgreens. Um, he originally wanted to buy CVS, and the deal was close to going through, but the family that owned CVS were anti Semitic, and this guy was Jewish. And they scuttled the deal, saying, No, we're not selling our. Our, uh, our chain to a Jew and that pissed him off so bad he went out and found the next grocery store uh, drugstore chain he could find which was Walgreens and he bought Walgreens instead and he's made it a point to open a Walgreens across the street from every CVS that, he that can. That is true. And you, yeah you'll see it. I've noticed that every time a CVS pops up a Walgreens pops up too. That is true. And it's like well, that's, you know, it's, it's clever, it's there, but it's it's revenge because they wouldn't sell him CVS because he's Jewish. I think so he's that's, like, happened, Fine. that's happened in business many, many times. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is funny. So you're like, that's fine here. I'm suddenly cutting your business in half. Fuck you. Yep. Wow. Sometimes it takes them a while, but eventually they get a Walgreens in right next to a CVS. Yep. And I'm sure they pay way more than they have to, but it's a matter of principle. He's like, damn it, you're never going to put a CVS without, you know, one of mine right next to you. Well, well in Cleveland, I did. I, this was weird when this was told to me, but there's a station out there that's been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. There's one that's been there for a limited amount of time, maybe 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're uh, both like... India from India, Indian from India. Mm-hmm. Asian Indians. Yeah, Asian. Yeah, they're okay. <laughs> Dot, not feather. Yeah. So, so uh, they're both. The reason the one, the new store opened up is because him and his brother are feuding, and everywhere he goes, he opens up a store to take business from him. Uh, and I heard this from people from both sides saying, yeah, that's true. Both stores. Damn. And both of them are, you know, Indian, and both of them do, they do look quite a bit alike and talk alike, but that was pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm like, what did his brother do to piss him off that bad? Because they're both, like, pretty well off. Man, and they're they're wasting all that time and energy and money fighting each other. Fighting each other. (laughs) Must have been something bad. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. Usually something like that that's money or family honor. Those are the two things that that can really fester like that. Yeah, you know, 
I tried to find out, but nobody really knew. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he probably wouldn't want to tell us anyway. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Like, keep them coming in. We're going to act like we're going to tell them, and then, you know, we'll just never tell them. Yep, like so, the soap uh, operas. I'll tell you next time. Too many people are... Okay. Tell me next time. Hey, okay. Hey, what was that story? <laughs> Tune in next week. I, I can't tell you right now. There's, there's people <laughs> Find the one he sells. Ha ha ha, fuck nut. There was no story. We made it up. We love each other. Hang on, let me call him. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Billy, come on over here. It's like Andy Kaufman and the wrestler. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Kaufman was like the biggest heel ever mm. because he was taking women and smashing them on the ground and stuff. And His female wrestling... Or he called it women wrestling In, women. Intergender champion yeah. of the world. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's getting his jollies like rolling all over on him. Oh, you know he's copying a feel left and right. I know. And then he's like doing it in the name of justice. Inter- Masculinity and chauvinism. And- or when he was like down south there uh, and he's like fucking making fun of them all. Uh-huh. Hillbillies. And they're like really, they're giving him real heat over it. They hate the guy. Yep. And then, um, like, um, him and that wrestler, I forgot the name of him, but when... Uh, Randy he, something? Yeah. Rowdy, he Randy, Roddy. Piper. Was it Roddy Piper? Was that it? Or was I don't it know. somebody else? I'll, we'll look it up. Okay. More well, show anyhow. prep. Yeah, more show prep. <laughs> <laughs> so... We'll throw down our schedule. What the hell? Oh, um... He was in, he went into the hospital. He said, "There's nothing wrong with you." After he got body slammed, mm-hmm. and he refused to leave. He stayed there for three days, and they finally forcefully kicked him out. <laughs> he played that so well. He refused to leave, and every time he'd have cameras in there, I'm gonna kill you when I get out of here. I, I'm gonna heal, and that's it. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's nothing wrong with him, yeah. and the hospital's getting frustrated because he won't leave. Yep. Clogging up a room, they got yeah, camera crews like, everywhere. Yeah, really sick, and he's like, "No, I'm hurt. I can't leave." <laughs> he knew how to sell the deal. Uh-huh. He would not leave. He sold it. You know, he's like, "No, this, this ain't over yet. I'm here for three or four days. Yeah. I'm here till they kick me out, man. I am screwed up. That guy almost killed me." <laughs> and then it's like, "Well, I'm gonna kill him. I can't wait. That guy do this to me." And, I saw Kurt Loder shut down Cindy Lauper when she was trying to do some WrestleMania tie-in. Oh, you Kurt were, Loder of yeah, MTV, yeah. Uh-huh. It was back when uh, Cindy Lauper was doing those videos with uh, that guy she called the Captain, I think, that big wrestler guy. Captain Lou Obama. Yeah. Yeah, I love the guy. So they were at an event, and Kurt Loder's there to interview Cindy Lauper, and you know, he thinks it's a serious interview. And then she starts going off about something that happened in the wrestling arena to Captain Lou. And he's standing there with a vacant look, drooling, waving back and forth. And she whips out an x-ray and holds it up. And it's clearly a chimpanzee's skull. I mean, you can obviously see it's a chimp. And she's pointing at it. She's like, well, this is what's happened to his brain. And the look on Kurt Loder's face is, oh, my God, I can't believe you stuck me with this bullshit. And he shut her down and terminated the interview and kicked it back to MTV. I love that. He wasn't playing her stupid WrestleMania bullshit. I'm not going to be a part of this promotion. And I remember thinking, 
when I, when I saw it, I thought, oh my god, that this is this, this stupid Saturday morning wrestling shit, and it's working its way into just everything. But when he shut him down and cut the interview, it was like, yeah, <laughs> I got it. And she never went little... near it again. Never in her career, she never went near it again. You know, he was like he was like a serious reporter. He's like, I'm mm-hmm. doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> now, if it was like uh, Martha Quinn, she would have played right along. Yeah. Um, what was who was the guy with the big curly hair? Uh, oh, Andre the Giant. No, I mean the the VJ with the big curly oh, the, hair. Oh shoot. He would have gone along with it. Yeah. Uh, and then the chick with the dyed blonde hair, she probably would have gone along with it. Oh, yeah, another name I can't think of. Uh, uh, downtown Julie Brown probably wouldn't have put up with it either anymore than Kurt Loder did. <laughs> no, Julie Brown wouldn't have. She'd been like, nah, I'm no, I'm not doing this. She, and she, that would have just screwed her reputation big time. Yeah. Because, you know, she had some serious ventures going along no, with she Kurt was, Loder. Yeah. Yep. Their other rest of them is like MTV's all they had. I love that. I agree with Kurt Loder. Like, mm-hmm. no, don't include me in them. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't tell him in advance all this crap was going to happen. Because the look on his face was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just, I completely love that. Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up. You know, watch it. I'm totally remembering it I'm wrong, look but that up I want to look it up because it was somebody shut her down just and bailed out of that interview so fast because he <laughs> in my mind I see Kurt Loder but <laughs> I want to see it yep me too cool um, once again we reached the end of another broadcast See you later, motherfucker, yeah. See you later, motherfucker, yeah.